When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome, everyone, to the Islanders Never Say Die podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and with me here, as always, is our NHL analyst and expert, the grumpy old man. They say there's no shame to his game because he's always the same. That's me. Grumpy, how are you doing? Wednesday evening. How are you doing Wednesday, Grump? Good. I've been doing good. Are you doing well because, uh, you know, there's been so much Islanders news. Is that what you're excited about, Grumpy? You're, are you jumping on the excitement train for the Islanders? Is that why you're doing so great today? No. You know, I've been opining for the last number of weeks uh, on certain things, which made me put my investigative journalist hat on, and I came to some stunning conclusions. Oh, I'm, shit. I'm okay. sure we're going to be talking about that today during the show. So I just want to say, I, I'm, I'm putting it all together right now. It's all been put together. I'm glad you reminded me of that, Grumpy, because we do, you did do a little bit of work and you're talking about it briefly with Greg or I'm sorry, with Greg Prado. And um, you talked about a revelation you had had trolling. I wouldn't even say trolling, but scouring Islanders Twitter. You, you've come up with a revelation and it's, yeah, that's right. We're going to be talking about that today. And that's fun and exciting, Grumpy. Yes, very true. <laughs> so, I mean, before we get into that, I want everything you want to touch on. I'd like you to talk about whatever you like to before I give this groundbreaking information. Okay, don't worry. I'm glad you reminded me because I would not have remembered unless you did not remind me today right off the top. So thank you for that, Grumpy. But for those of you who are new to the channel, welcome. This is a twice-a-week All-Islanders podcast that takes place every single Wednesday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're new to the channel, there's a few things we encourage. I implore you to do. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and like on Facebook and also follow on Twitter. Um, that's that's the best way to make sure you don't miss out on any of the New York Islanders coverage here by our podcast, the Islanders Never Say Die podcast. Also, we do have a and let me let me phrase this too. If you like the content, right? You see so many of these these podcasts. 
They're taking breaks. They're taking siestas. They're taking they're taking week long vacations, month long vacations. I, I I don't think we've ever missed a day. We've never missed a Wednesday or Saturday. This last Saturday, we even I I know what we didn't have a show, but we didn't skip it. Right? We've never skipped a day ever on this show. But you're seeing there's some people who are taking months off when it gets to the dog days of summer. Grumpy and I, we're not taking any days off. No month no, off. They have no creativity. <laughs> That's why their shows suck, honestly. Oh, <laughs> I know. Not Grumpy. entertaining. I'm sorry, they're not. I know. You know. Hey, Grumpy. Grumpy was on the invest. He was on like the beat. Grumpy was like a beat cop this last, I'd say, two three weeks. He was hitting up Twitter with uh, with an anonymous profile, like one of those egg pictures that you're never gonna guess who he is. And he's been doing a lot of inf- you know, a lot of research and a lot of data gathering. So I'm glad, Grumpy, that that you've got something to present to us today. I'm excited about it. Um, but also, if you like the video, leave a thumbs up. Apparently, that helps the algorithm and helps get this fun time, this podcast out to the masses. Also, one more piece of general housekeeping. We do have a secondary podcast called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. It's a twice a week all sports podcast where it's myself, Grumpy and the Magnificent Sun X. And all we do is just shoot the shit. We talk about sports. We talk NHL, NBA, NFL, college athletics, MLB, world football. We talk anything and everything sports on that show. Um, you could find that in the link in the description below or as a featured page on our YouTube channel. If you even just Google search TJ and the Grumpy Old Man, if you YouTube search TJ and the Grumpy Old Man, it will pop up. Don't you worry. And you'll be able to see that show. It takes place every Thursday. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure you don't miss out on that. The fun adventures of TJ and the Grumpy Old Man, just an all sports podcast. Um, but uh, you're right today. I mean, we're in the dog days of summer. Um, there are some Islander fans that are still holding out hope that the Islanders have some moves that they're going to be making, some late moves in the offseason, Grumpy. You know, it's just not going to happen at this point. No. They've done nothing in the offseason for the last five years. Nothing. They don't do anything in the offseason. Nothing. Maybe they bring a couple of ham and eggers in, a couple of jabronis, you know, whatever. They tried to have everyone for two years saying, oh, Lou never signs anyone. Before the first week, he's playing three-dimensional chess and everybody else is playing in the dirt. No. Stupid old man just does what he does. When they have nothing to say, guess what they do? They don't say anything. And they just he just does everything on Lamarillo time, honestly. But the slavish devotion of portions of the fan base is disturbing. It's disturbing to me. I tell you, it's it's how the majority of the it, I feel like as the year continues, as we get closer to the actual start of the season, more and more of the fan base is looking for reasons to be enthused, looking for reasons to be excited. Is It's really that's I think I think it boils down to something that simple. People are looking for a reason to be excited. They're looking for a reason. That, I mean, it's just that simple. So, you know, it's you know, that's. It's about the that's about the nicest way I'll put it. I have a suggestion. If fans want to get excited, they should just root for another team because we're not exciting. Come on, we're not. Well, they're not going to be rooting for another team. Come on, Grump. Well, I mean, but just to kind of say, hey, we're trying to look for anything to be excited about. 
you, you, know how, you know how it is like, hey, if your team came up just short the year before, maybe it was a little bit. But as you know, hope springs eternal. And as you're as you're a team that's competing, you- as you're a team that has no future to hope for, the only thing you could get excited about is the present. So you find ways in creative math and deductive reasoning as to why the present, even though there have been no changes to be made, can somehow result in a much better product in the end. Well, you mentioned, you know, hope springs eternal. And I'm always a guy who looks forward to the offseason, particularly as an Islander fan, historically, uh, because that's the only thing we had going for us was the offseason where you say, hey, look, we made moves. Maybe we're going to be better when you do nothing in the off season. And I mean, nothing in the off season, nothing, nothing. Bringing back your own players is nothing. No changes to a team that got eliminated in the first round against a team that was decimated with injury, playing a backup goalie. I just don't know how, unless you're a true Lamanite, that you could say, you know what? This is going to be so much better next year. I just, I just don't understand that. I don't see how you can do it. Are there younger players, younger offensive players who are going to step up and you know fortify that attack? I don't think so. We don't need to worry about that, Grumpy, because that's what we heard a lot of. That's what that's what the Lamanites are talking about. That hey, you know, if you look at the the pace we were on those last thirty games, Grumpy, we had a. A pretty good record, Grump. We were on a hundred and three point or a hundred and ten. I can't remember whatever whatever number they 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 determined to go ahead and, and allocate for that. Oh, we're on a hundred and ten point pace or a hundred and thirteen point pace over that last thirty games. And you know, if you look at this year, we're gonna be finishing easily in the top half of our conference. Well, that's easy to say, but you know, the facts are you don't play 30 games, particularly when 18 of them or whatever, what's the percentage of that? 18, 18, 18 of those games so are against non-playoff 60, caliber teams. 60% are against non-playoff teams. And those are the teams you beat. You were 500 against teams with playoff uh, records. I don't know. I don't think that's good enough, but you can't discard the first 52 games. I know, hey, why don't we just pick like our best 40 games of the year and say we were undefeated? Oh, I don't even think did we win 40 games? I don't even know. No, we but, did not win 40 games this year, Grumpy. Okay. No, I think we we did, did we not? We no, we did not. Games. We had a lot of loser points. No. Okay. We did not win 40 games this year. Well, let's pick our best 30 games on the season. Hey, we're on 164 point pace. We're just gonna pick those games. No, you can't do that. Can't do that because what happened the last six games you played against playoff team? Oops, you got beat. Islanders got beat. It doesn't. I'm not. I don't get any pleasure in saying that. I just don't understand how people can't actually see what's going on. I was wrong. We won 42 games. I looked it up. I go. swore up and down that we had less than 40 wins, but I, I'm wrong. Hey, I've been wrong once, and I'll be wrong again. Um, uh, 42 wins last year for the Islanders. Uh, we we've dis- we've discussed the oh if we look at the last half of the year that's the reason we should be excited we have heard every single excuse this year i'd say there are less excuses than there were last year though this year it seems like the creativity is is kind of hitting a, a low point for those lamanites grumpy and the laundry the laundry boys that's all i'm going to say it's last year we heard every excuse in the book we heard oh it was covid 
Oh, it was because we played 13 games on the road to start off. Oh, it was because we were playing with an ECHL roster before they went ahead and broke, and we lost a few games that way. Oh, it was because, uh, you know, they they changed they changed the protein powder in the pre workouts. You heard every freaking excuse on the book. Now, I don't think we're hearing excuses. More we're hearing justification as to why the current team, despite it being the same exact team. Minus Parise with the addition of Oliver Wallstrom at the end of last year will produce better results. We've talked about reasons that to have and, and people to look out for. We've talked about that. We did a whole episode about things to be excited about this upcoming year as an Islander fan. They were short. It fit into an entire episode, but, uh, you know, wasn't a 10 minute segment. A little bit longer than that, Grumpy, but close to it. Um, but, you know, we talked about, hey, Noah Dobson continue to take steps forward. What does it look like for a full year with Matt Barzal and Bo Horvat? We've talked about, we've talked about, hey, how does Samuel Bolduc look with a little bit of a taste? You know, are we going to see another step forward from Alexander Romanoff? What are we going to see from, from Oliver Wallstrom? Is he going to come back on a tear? We've talked about things that we could get excited about. And it, it was a short list, though. I mean, to me, I remember when we talked about it, it was mostly about hoping that these things could happen. Not like you see, okay, we've seen the trajectory going up like this. Who's, you know, is this player A going to take that next step? It seems like they're on their trajectory. Everything's like, well, Samuel Bolduc, yeah, he played 15 games for us. You know, is he going to be a top six player on the team? Or is it going to be Sebastian Ajo, Alexander Romanoff? He is what he is, right? I don't care his age. He is what he is. He's a guy who doesn't play good positional hockey, lays the body, and blocks shots. Okay. I have no problem with that. But is that something to really, you know, make blows up your skirt? I don't think so. I mean, no adoption. Are they going to continue to put him with Romanoff where their defensive weaknesses get exposed? Romanov not playing positionally safe, which means that guess what? No adoption has to play that. No adoption's a puck rusher. That's what he should be doing. The only guy on the offense we have that with a capability of doing that. Maybe Bull Duke gives us that. Sebastian Ajo does to a lesser extent also, but they have to be paired, paired up with solid defensive partners. Matt Barzell, can he and Horvat create the type of chemistry that we need on that first line? I hope so. Sure. But the biggest problem is, Everyone, and I mean freaking everyone, is predicting Anders Lee is going to be back on that first line. That line's not going to work. That line will not work. If Anders Lee is on that line, expect more of the same. He's not a fit for Matt Barzell. We've been saying it for four years. The coaching staff finally realized it, moved him off, and now because they don't have any other options to put on that wing, well, let's just slide up that useless piece of garbage Right back up to – he's the new Josh Bailey, Anders Lee is. Just keep on moving his way up to the first line. Doesn't deserve it. Doesn't earn it. We have nowhere else to put him. So let's put him on the first line. I don't get it. So it's going to be Matt Barzell skating around in circles in the zone. You're going to have Anders Lee standing in front of the net and Bo Horvat. I don't know what he's even going to be trying to do, honestly. He'll be trying to, he'll be trying to redirect shots from the high point, Grumpy. I just, it, it doesn't work. doesn't work. I hope I'm wrong, but we've seen in the past that Anders Lee does not work with Matt Barzal. Just doesn't. The I think the big hope is, again, as you mentioned, you see more 
out of Horvat and Matt Barzal, which is able to lift the tide really is what it comes down to. But we're at that point in the season, Grumpy, to where, or in the off season to where, and let me remove this so we can see it. We're starting to come out with the hype videos, Grumpy. Dun, dun, dun. We're starting to come out. This is a, it's it's an Alexander Romanoff highlight, highlight video. As you can tell, it's not very long. All of a minute and 48 seconds. But I, I do feel like it's worth the watch. It's worth the watch. Maybe I've been overly critical over Alexander Romanoff. Maybe these highlights that we're going to watch here are going to completely change my perspective who, on Alexander who, Romanoff. Who are these highlights from? Uh, it's from Isles. Oh, yeah. Let me give him credit. It's from <clears throat> Isles Den. Isles Den here. So you can find him on Twitter. It's just a fan. It's a fan account there. Oh, so did, again, he the, did he say the future's bright? Tell me he's being sarcastic. No. Hey, him feels fact. A lot of people are thinking that Alexander Romanoff. Hey, gives us a lot Dude, of. He is what he is. He is. Look at his points. He is what he is. He's a defensive defenseman who doesn't play solid defense, lays the body, and and block shots. That's what he does. I do disagree. He's not. He does. He's extremely physical. He's got an immense amount of physicality. Absolutely. I the only say, reason he improved was because we reverted back to the Barry Trotz turtle shell style of hockey. <laughs> the only reason he improved is because he was probably the worst defenseman in the league to start the year. It wasn't really go anywhere but up. That's why I say, well, Dobson wasn't working with Romanov. No, Romanov sucked. Romanov sucked. That was the problem. Never in position, always just wanting to lay the big hit along the boards, leaving Dobson back there to mark two, three guys. And everyone bangs on Dobson. It's not Dobson's fault. He's a puck mover. Dobson's supposed to be the steady, reliable partner. He's not. He's a freaking loose cannon. You mean does he, does Romanoff, he get better? Romanoff is supposed to be the steady, reliable partner. I'm sorry. Yes, that's correct. Does he get better? I don't know. I hope he does because a first-round pick is a hefty price for one of the worst defensive defensemen in the league. No, he wasn't one of the worst of the worst. But he, oh, he, he was the worst. <laughs> Early in the year, he was terrible. He was, he was, he was awful. He was awful. And, again, he just cannot play the modern style of hockey. Now, here's the thing. It wasn't just the first overall pick. It was the 13th overall pick or first-round pick. It was the 13th overall selection. But let's let's watch these highlights because this is – you and I are going to be watching these. I clicked play, and I just saw the first one earlier on today, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait to watch these so I can watch them live with Grumpy. So it's not like I'm going to have any pre-built-in notions or I'm not going to be overly critical of these. But let's watch here. Marcel turns, Romanov, wide shoot, scores! Nice little slapper. Alex Romanov, what a time for his first as an Islander, and it gives the Islanders the lead back at three. Pollock was an opportunity, but now it's Romanov. He winds and shoots, he scores! Alex Romanov, and he blasts it through David Riddick. Holy smokes. What is he, bro? I just... Well, I'll wait till the end. It's a nice hit. Yeah. Nice open nice hit, which leads to a fight. But here's the thing. That's a clean hit. Sure. Absolutely clean hit. It is. Hold on a second. Can we take a pause for a moment here? This is a this is an away game for the Islanders. I think this is one of the games we lost against San Jose. We are five over five minutes into the first period with one shot registered on that against the San Jose Sharks. <laughs> Can we take a second just to check uh, that? You know what? Are we ready for some Islanders hockey? I'm ready to see some more games where we're over, you know, five minutes into the first period against one of the worst teams in the NHL, and we've got one shot on target. Oh, oh God. 
I know. I'm sorry, Grumpy. And I, I remember Scott Hannon kind of. Uh, I'll be honest. Really Hold on, you said. said that was a clean hit, Grumpy? Yeah, I thought so. I, and kind of makes contact right with the head, but and hey, kind of, it, he's kind of caught in no man's land there, Thomas. I don't like this when we say, you know, a clean hit that is not clever, Mirzy. It, it's an incredible way to take face-offs. I think more players will. Is that what we're getting excited about there? He throws the body around. Absolutely, he does. Clean hit. Clean hit. Should not be a fight there. Clean hit. Guy was caught skating across the trolley tracks. Got to keep your head up, 44. Got to keep your head up. That's a clean hit. I don't have a problem with that. No problem at all there. But see. Okay, hold on. I assume we're gonna we're gonna say, oh, we're so excited about how great Romanoff did. What it does it's, is, it's like, hold on, what the fuck are you doing? Not marking your man down low. <laughs> oh no, here he is. I'm sorry, Romanoff's over here. Yeah, why? Because why would he be where he's supposed to be? I was about to say they're on the power play. Let me understand that. They're on the power play. We're playing a box. Here's what happened. If you could just pause it and go back to the other one where he lays the big hit on the guy. Sure. Big open ice hit like that. What does it do? It opens up the ice, right? Now you've got three guys there. If 49 is even a little bit closer, it's a wide open shot well, on that wide. Wood passes the puck here. He he's not he's not <laughs> marked. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about with Romanov. Okay, this guy thinks it's great. What is it? You're not marking your man. 49 is your guy. That's your guy. And you're just abandoning him to take a guy who's double covered and you want to run him and lay the big hit. Fantastic. You're out of position. Yes. Everyone's out of position now. That's what I'm talking about with him. Those are the type of things I'm talking about. The fact that this is the highlight, that this guy's showing highlights. It's it is like, a big on. hit. It is a big hit. But you're right, right? Zetterland right here, if the puck gets passed right, it's a good, it's a good hit, right? No doubt about that. But when you're watching that, right, if Miles Wood obviously has his head up there, and the, and, and again, it was not a good job there. Being, he, you're right, he's double-teamed there by Jean-Gabriel Pajot and Scott Mayfield. And Romanoff says, fuck it. <laughs> Let's right. lay the hit and abandon my guy. <laughs> and we wonder how assignments can get blown and players get exposed out there because you got stupid decisions like that right there. Because that's exactly what that is. That's a this is a nice little save. I thought he was the guy not marking his man down low, but he makes a nice goal line clearance here on this one, Grump. Okay, here's what I like. Right, it's an out. It's a minute and forty eight second video, and okay, he makes it's a desperation play. This is a nice play. That's the only defensive play that he made in this whole video, and he is a defensive defenseman. <laughs> It's a it's a minute forty eight. He played fourteen hundred and seventy eight minutes. Let's say fourteen hundred and eighty minutes last year, and a minute and forty eight is his highlights, which we've already tore some of them apart because he's out of position defensively. All right, he scored a couple of seeing eye goals from the point. It's not like he's got a blistering slap shot or no. you know he's a he's on the power play scores thirty goals a game. No, he had a couple of goals. Uh, I just again, it's. The Lamanites, all them believing, just wanting to believe, as opposed to you know, just open your eyes, use some facts. They they don't want to do it. It's, yeah, it's stressing. It really is. And I I want him to succeed. 
He's got another year from me. I've told you that he gets another year. I think he'll be better this year. He I cannot see how he's worse. worse this year. He could not be worse. And I expect, right? I expect Bo Horvat and Matt Barzal to look better this year. I do. I expect them to look better than they did last year at the end. I hope so. I'm just not sure it's enough. Matt Barzell was hurt. Okay. Yes, I believe. I don't care. Changed. And you know, we say no changes. Matt Barzell being healthy is a positive for us. He was not healthy in the playoffs. Yes. Why do I not pump that up more? Because Carolina's missing three top six forwards and played exactly. a backup goalie. So it's like, please, I don't want to hear it. I think the injuries are more in our favor than theirs. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man. Um, so yes, I, I did want to watch that with you live, and it's kind of just like we expected. I mean, to watch those highlights and say, man, this guy's got a bright future. Uh, maybe the guy lives in a tunnel. No, other people are seeing that and they're excited about it. He is a high energy guy, right? I yes. like that. I wish, I wish he was more controlled and he was more patient. And he was he was more controlled, more positionally aware, and by in turn more patient. And I guess I I want to say clairvoyant, but it's not the right word. More clairvoyant when he's on the ice before he makes stupid decisions. It's like if I go ahead and lay this check here and a pass goes off, who is covering the man that I've got my eyes on that I'm supposed to be covering? What happens if that you know having that quick processing that takes experience? So maybe that's just an experience thing. Maybe he won't always be a hothead who continues to abandon his assignment. As you get old, and in his defense, I'm nothing but fair. In his defense, he's only he's 23 years old now, right? 23? Yes, okay. One year older, one day older, I'm sorry, okay. than no They're the same. So he's 23 years old. Okay. So he should get better reading plays and uh, you know, having that recognition. He's not there yet. And he absolutely was not there last year. And I, you know, and I've said it before, it was, you know, people are telling us, well, he was the best defenseman for Montreal. Montreal sucked. Montreal didn't play any defense. Like I said, that's like saying, um, who was the best ship captain on the Titanic? Uh, was it the head captain of the USS? Didn't matter. Ship went down to the bottom of the ocean. That's what happened to the Islanders last year. How many year. captains are there on a ship, Grumpy? I thought just one captain a ship. Yeah, but they got like a first mate and all these other guys, you know? <laughs> a crew hand, everything like that. Yeah, Who's the hand, whatever. He was probably the guy who said, yeah, what's that big thing in the distance? Ah, I don't know. Maybe it's America. Until they freaking hit it. It was a damn iceberg. Too late. <laughs> Holy shit. Just, uh, I mean, his thing. Wasn't good enough last year. Can he get better? Better yes. hope so. I think he can get better. I think he can get better. And for everybody who bags on Noah Dobson, he's a thousand times better than Alexander Romanov. Not even in the same stratosphere. There, there is no comparison between those two players. None. Noah Dobson doesn't lay the body. He's positionally sound. Good move in the puck. Romanov, eh. nope, not that for him. Can he skate the puck out of the zone? Eh. No for Romanov. Romanov. Dobson can. Can he play on the power play? Eh. Nope, can't do that. Can he play when you're a man down? Eh. We've seen that. He doesn't sniff the ice in those situations either. Not good enough. Why doesn't he play? Does he play on the penalty kill? Yes, he plays on a penalty kill. Yeah. Are those, those are the ones we give up goals on? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he, plays, he plays the penalty kill. But he's not the primary guy, right? No. 
I, I mean, like it's Pelic and Pulak are your primary guys in the Mayfield. Mayfield. Those Mayfield. are your three guys who try to, who are out there as often as possible trying to kill penalties. It tells you that the coaching staff doesn't trust them in those situations either. Right? If they trusted him in those situations, he'd be out there. They don't. They don't put Noah Dobson out there either. They don't trust him in those situations. Aho, nope. Bolduc, nope. They got their three guys. And it's not any of those younger players. Just isn't. Sorry. They don't trust him. I wouldn't put Noah Dobson on a penalty kill either. Now, I wouldn't thing- put Alexander Romanov on there either because he doesn't – Talk about you need to be positionally sound when you're on a, a penalty kill. You can't be just running guys in the corners all the time. You got to be able to play the box formation, which is what they, well, I don't know what the hell they do most of the time, but he's just not good enough. Not yet. Could be. Something I want to talk about too, before we, we talk about your discovery grumpy, somebody and a team that I don't think is getting enough credit for what they've done on the offseason and what their what their roster looks like. The Ottawa Senators, I think people are sleeping on them. They could be one of those sneaky teams that find their way into the postseason with wild card spot. Who are their goaltenders? I'll pull it up. I don't recall. It doesn't matter who their goaltenders doesn't matter who the goaltenders are. They're not good enough in the net. They're not. The Forsberg kid is there. He sucked out loud. He was an abomination. I don't think Ottawa's there yet. I don't. Just don't. I th- remember they okay. They got Jonas Corpusalo. Um Corpusalo. Yeah, Corpy Corpusalo. That's right, Grumpy. I'm trying. Let me see who they had last year. Who they had on last year's goaltending duo, and I'll look at who they've got this year. Um. Um. Shit. Give me a sec, Grumpy. I'll pull it up here. But I thought, well, I mean, like, look at what they've had. Look at the top six. I think Ottawa's got a better top six than us. I'm sure they do. I'm are, sure are you they not looking at the screen? Are you, oh, shit. Okay, it's not pulling well, up. I'm looking they at the screen. It. They changed. Okay, so I'm sorry. They have changed it now to where the stupid freaking, this stupid software, as soon as they hit share, is not sharing the shit it's again. It's the software's problem. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I'm blaming the software now. I'm not blaming myself. I'm blaming everything but me, Grumpy, and get it right. Okay. Typical millennial. <laughs> Always somebody but, um, else's fault for their failures. Look at the top six for Ottawa. They're good. Did you see their top six is better than ours? Absolutely. Absolutely. And for those listening in the podcast format, Grumpy, why don't you go over that as I'm trying to pull that up? Who is uh, who's Tim, in their top Tim six? Stoltzler is the center with Brady Kachuk on the left and our pal Vladimir Tarasenko on the right wing on the first line. I think that's a good fit for them. Um, and I'm going to ask the question again. Would you rather have Vladimir Tarasenko for one year at $5 million or um, who's the clan we signed? Pierre Engvall uh, for th- for $7 million, seven years for three, seven years at $3 million per. Who would you rather have? What's better for your franchise in the, in the immediate and the long term? For me, it's Vladimir Tarasenko. One year, five million per is. I mean, it's a song of a deal. I think for a guy who is at the tail end of his career, or is I, I wouldn't say at the tail end. He's definitely past his peak and past his prime. I he think had, it's kind of hard to see anybody argue that he's still in his prime. He had a down year last year, but sure. maybe this is where he rebounds. Maybe he's looking for one more big contract. He's thirty-one now. The second line: Josh Norris, really good two-way center. 
with Claude Giroux, who had a, a career resurgence playing in his hometown, is he going to be the same player that he was last year? Maybe not, but he's still pretty good. I mean, he'd be, I'd love to see Claude Giroux on this team playing on the left wing with Matt Barzal and, uh, and Bo Horvat, honestly. Would be nice, wouldn't it? I would absolutely take a Claude Giroux. But he, he obviously wanted to go in Ottawa. He That's wanted right. to play he for to go back home. Down team. And uh, Drake Batherson, who's a, I think he's a pretty good right wing. Is he great? No, but he's just as good as Palmieri. That much I'll tell you. I mean, Drake, Drake Batherson put up 62 points last year. He's much better than Kyle Palmieri. Well, Palmieri was hurt. Palmieri was hurt. I'm just saying, and he's he's younger than Palmieri. Like I said, he's just as good. As, Palmieri's not better than him. Let me put it that way. Sure. Is Brock uh, Nelson better than Josh Norris? I will say that they're also yes. close, but I would give the edge to to Brock right now. And here's the thing. Giroux is light years better. I mean, light years better than the clan that we got at left wing on that line, Pierre Engvall. Light years. And there it's is no comparison. You look at Josh Norris. He only played eight games last year for them before getting injured. Yeah, but he's good. The year before that, he had 55 points in 66 games with 35 goals. So remember, he was 23 last year. He's 24 years old. Yeah. I mean, like, right for Ottawa, you expect guys like that to be taking steps forward. Jonas Corpusalo is the guy that they signed this offseason, Grumpy, and he played well. Okay, I'm just looking at Corpusalo's numbers, Grump. He played well for the Colum the miserable Columbus Blue Jackets. Last year, he posted a 9-11 save percentage for that miserable squad. But he also went, and didn't he also games. play for the Kings, yeah. The Kings, he posted a 921 save percentage and 11 games for them. You know what? They they could have a lot worse options in net than Jonas Corpusal. That's all I'm going to say, Grumpy. So, you know, uh, who may, it's it's a better answer than Cam Talbot and whoever the hell else they are rolling out last year. I forget. The year is so long ago. But, you know, I, I think Ottawa is one of those teams that have had a sneaky good offseason, if that makes sense. Yeah, we don't see what their third and fourth lines are or their defense pairings. I, I think our defense is better than theirs. I think our go I know our goaltending is better than theirs. They um, added well, hey, you know what? Ottawa made some big ads at the deadline, too. I'm shocked they just didn't pack it in and say, We're not making any more in the offseason. We made all of our moves at the trade deadline. We went ahead and got Jacob Chikrin. Hey, Vladimir Tarasenko need not apply. We made all the moves at the deadline for the offseason. That's what we did. Hey, Jonas Corpusalo, need not apply. We made all the moves during the offs. We made all the moves during the trade deadline. We don't need to do anything else. We can kick our feet back and enjoy Martha's Vineyards up there now. Well, we're going to find out. I don't think they're there yet. I still think they're a couple of years away. But they're a building couple a couple years away. Like this year. Do you and think Tim Stutzel is going to take a step back? Do you think Brady Kachuk takes steps back? Do you think guys like Josh Norris and Drake Batherson at the young ages of 24, 25, and 22 years old, they're taking steps backwards? No, they're getting better. I didn't say taking steps, but I'm saying I don't think they'll make playoffs next year. And I think it'll be tough the year after. But at the, I mean, they're young. What have they done? They've rebuilt their team, young players playing, good young players. They're just going to get better, right? It's a mix of veterans who have won, who have leadership. So, like, you talk about when does it make sense to bring in vets. Right? Claude Giroux is a guy who's a a, a, a real tenured veteran, a, a fantastic professional. Vladimir Tarasenko has won himself a cup, too. Knows what it takes to win. Yeah. 
I mean, I like I said, I don't dislike what Ottawa did, but I think like I said, I think this year they're not gonna make playoffs. Maybe next year, but not this year. I just don't think they're good enough right now. I just don't. You're seeing a narrative out there that the league and the teams are so weak. That's what Phil was telling me. Oh, the league, the teams are so weak out there. And all I can do is just point at teams like this and say, yeah, maybe if you feel like there's some voids or there's some weakness, there are teams that are ready and willing to step up and fill the gap. That's what I mean. Like Ottawa. Ottawa's a team that I think took steps forward this offseason, took steps forward for their team during the, during the trade deadline. That's a team that I see taking steps in the right direction. Detroit's a team that's taking steps in the right direction. The Geyser plan is intact, Grumpy. No, oh good. I don't think I, – I don't like what he's done. He reminds me what the Mets have done, honestly. <laughs> I just – I don't like what he's done. He just throws money, and it's like just wrong money. I'm going to tell you what, though. If the uh, – what do you call them? The Property Brothers? Yes, the Property Brothers. Are looking to sell this team – Sell him to Steve Cohen right now. I want, I want Steve Cohen as an owner. You know what he's done? What do he do with the Mets? A lot of I know this is something I'm probably want to talk about on the uh, the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man show tomorrow, but I'm just going to briefly touch on it today. I'm going to say he's an owner who they made big moves in the offseason, right? In the last thing. and you know what they said? We're not in the mix, and even if we were in the mix, we're not good enough. So what does he do? We're cutting bait. I'm going to eat some salary. I'm going to move Verlander, who's got another how many years at 40-something million dollars against 40, 40 million bucks. And then Max Scherzer, uh, Tommy Pham got moved off. Um, who else? Oh, David Robertson. They yeah, moved guys. These guys are not going to be part of the future for this team. You know what? We rolled the dice. We came up snake eyes. Get rid of those guys. We're moving on to the next phase. I would love to see that guy as owner of the Islanders. You know who'd be the first one to go? The Fossil. He'd be gone. He'd be gone. Yeah. No more tax-exempt status for him. See you later there, Lou Lamarillo. Now, Grump, before we jump into our ad, you've been doing some investigative work on Twitter as a secret profile behind the and behind enemy lines, Grumpy. Not on Twitter. On Twitter. I I, no, no, not on Twitter. Yes, on Twitter. No, not on Twitter. I don't have a Twitter account. I don't even know how to operate Twitter. But here's, I've been doing some invest. I'm a good investigative journalist. I've come up with these things. I use my brain. I figured a lot of things out. TJ, I don't know if you're aware. I'm sure, matter of fact, you weren't aware. Back in the 1970s, we used to watch the Today Show before going to school. And always like at 725 before catching the bus, they would have like the five-minute local news thing and local weather, whatever. And they always used to have Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard. And they would like just a book. I'm like, and had it like <laughs> exploding. I didn't know who L. Ron Hubbard was. No idea. And, but he wound up being the leader of the church of Scientology, which got me thinking a little bit, you know, the people follow him or followed him. And, you know, still, I mean, if you're in Scientology, you're in it for life. I mean, I'm not criticizing anybody who's a Scientologist, but it gave me got me thinking a little bit when I'm seeing how the Islanders have been run the last couple of years and some of these fans and some of the minions pushing the narrative. You know, and then I thought, L. Ron Hubbard. How about Lou Ron Hubbard? <laughs> leader of the Lamanites. Lou Ron Hubbard, leader right. of the Lamanites. Yes, yes. It's like, <laughs> 
it's honestly, it's like a cult-like existence. And I call it islandology. It's where they can do absolutely nothing wrong. We're laundry fans, the laundry boys and laundry girls of the New York Islanders. Islandology. And you know how you see certain people are known as, they call it um, suppressive or repressive or whatever. They're negatives. They use that. They use that in the religion, right? In the Scientologists, they use oh, like. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about Scientology. I'm talking about Islandology. Island, I'm sorry. Islandology. I'm not touching it's so easy island. to confuse the two. Well, no, it's not because I know nothing about Scientology. I've watched some shows on it, and you know, it's a, certainly a one-sided thing. They from seem the shows. really friendly. They well, I think they are very friendly as long as you're towing the company line. You know, <laughs> that's what we're led to believe. I don't know. I have nothing to. Do. I'm not talking about Scientology. I'm talking about Islander Islandology. Islandology. And you hear the people get really nasty with people ourselves who are would be called repressive people or something like that, suppressive, where they're just not super positive. Yes, the train is coming down the tracks. It's okay. They'll tell you, just stand there. It's cool if the train comes and runs you over. We're like, no, let's get out of the way. We're trying to warn people, but that's not the way they operate. And I started thinking, gosh, you know, it's almost like a cult-like status that people have for the fossil. LRH, we'll call him, right? <laughs> Ron <Luron> Hubbard. <laughs> so, you know, and you look at people like Phil's facts, just spreading falsehoods. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Pierre Engvall, greatest player in the world. <laughs> hey, the rest of the league is bad, but the Islanders are good. Blake Wheeler's a bad addition. Blake by Wheeler sucks. <laughs> Where Blake Wheeler signed with the Islanders for a year, he would have been splooshing all over the all over himself. Oh, for Come certain. On. And the rest of so the rest of the islandologists would as well, right? <laughs> the rest of the Lamanites, they'd just be apologized. Oh, he's so good. I think that Blake Wheeler is a I looked at it just rationally, and I'm like, man, Blake Wheeler's a good player still at this age. I think he'll be fine with the Rangers. <laughs> We're gonna beat the Rangers because of this. No, no. And they're just leading, they just keep on this drumbeat of positivity as opposed to, you know, anything fact-based or reality-based. Sure. Let's take the 30-game stretch at the end of the year. Well, I guess we'll leave out the last six games where we got our asses whacked by Carolina. We'll just leave that out. Oh, that doesn't, no, you can't. That doesn't count. Come on. Why would we count those games, the ones in the playoffs? Because they don't fit the narrative. That's the islandology way. If it doesn't fit, just ignore it. It'll go away. Just rewrite history. That's what they like to do. And you got guys like the Islanders media cartel. Scared to ask L. Ron, Lou Ron Hubbard any questions. <laughs> They're probably going to be sent to the, to the ice organization where they got to <laughs> scrape up the paint off the ice every year. That's what happens. You're going to be put to hard labor. We're going to put you in a, a cage until you get re-indoctrinated. That's what it is. They're going to lock them away at UBS Arena and make them eat Shack Burgers until they, they can form. Oh, no, 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 no. No Shack Burgers. You, okay. can eat the, you can eat the melted ice water. <laughs> That's what you get. you got to chip the ice away and put it like in a little cup there and melt it up grumpy, huh? Okay. And this is as you're scraping that, you know, the, the paint off. 
paint <laughs> off the ice to put the new paint down. Uh. They make you work. You don't believe the country line, you're going to be reindoctrinated. And they'll have people at your house. I'm surprised there's not people in front of my neighborhood right now looking out. Going, boop, 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 boop. You know, they got the little antennas up. What's he saying? Boop. They want to try to silence us because we're repressive personalities. We don't believe in everything. We don't believe when a team sucks year after year, we call you on it. I want We want the Islanders to be good. They're just not right now. And to try to sell the people that somehow they are is a mistake. I mean, it's, it's, it's frustrating. It's honestly, it's frustrating that people just don't see it. And they listen to certain people. Oh, this is great. Wait, let me take some obscure fact and try to, you know, I don't know. Let's try to mold it to what we want. Let's take from the 617 mark of period two to the 418 mark of period one in the next game. And I'm going to show you how great that player was. <laughs> it's like, you can't do that. You cannot be selective with dates and times and every other thing. Can't do it. And when the Islanders suck again next year and don't make the playoffs, they'll come up with a new excuse. That's what they do. Now, let me ask you this. When Lou, when Lou Ron Hubbard, when he gets kind of the, the boot or gets, you know, and Lou kind of gets it out, I'm like, what's what's going to happen, Grumpy? Who's going to be elected the new leader? Or can we finally break the chain? What would it take, Grumpy, to, 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 to reform the Islandologist, Grumpy? What's it going to take? They'd have to lose their tax-exempt status. That's what would happen. <laughs> because any of those, uh, you know, cult-like situations, you take their money away, all of a sudden, eh, they got to tow the company. They got to say, hey, maybe we're going to relook at this business model a little bit. That's what it is. You got to take away their tax exempt status. Oh, well, Grumpy, maybe. And I'm hoping that more the of church, that... the church of Islandology, led by Lou Ron Hubbard and his minions, Phil <laughs> Fax, and the Islanders media cartel, and any of the other boot looking weasels out there. Oh, gosh. I'm hoping that more people defect from the church of Islandology. Enjoying the fight, Grumpy. The good fight and being a realistic and awoken fan of the New York Islanders to be taking the red pill and to be ready to face what actual reality is. You know, you watch The Matrix once and now all of a sudden every single show you got to put red pill. Yeah! Now it's only one show, Grumpy. We've only done that one show. We've only had two shows since since that time period, Grumpy, I think. Yeah. Okay. It's been a while. Well. Let's get to let's get to the ad read. What do you say? Yeah, well, let me. I'm trying to pull that up right now. Grumpy, okay, yeah, hey, that's cool. That's cool. Now, here's the thing. Any, um, what does it say? This was a purely fictitious thing, and any, um, what do they say in the movies? Anything, any, something about that uh, looks like real life. It's purely a fictional view. Anything that's uh, that. Anything that's real or you did not impart you did not you did not try right it's purely it. coincidental. I wish I would have had that written down. I did not. You fucked that up. Yeah, right. that's all right. I did. You fuck up the rest of the show. So if I fuck up one line, I'm excused. Okay. You're not excused, Grumpy. You're not excused. Um, I will tell you this though, Grumpy. It's what is it? Uh, it's like uh, anything you see out here is just purely. Um, God damn, they use word for. It. You know, I I can't. I, I've got my ad up. I'm ready to read the ad, Grumpy. Of uh, you think about it, just stop. Think about it as I read the ad and just zone off there because okay, we got an ad to read. Okay, here. Get to the ad, get to it. 
I've got the fucking ad up right now. Read I don't it. need you tell me read to fucking it. read it, huh? Read it. Oh my god. Okay. Well, we do have an ad today to read. We've got Raycon. Man, Raycon is back. Okay. Raycon. Let's, let's read here back. first. Let's read first our DraftKings ad, right? Because they're the OG. The OG ad. Um uh thank you again to or thank you again to DraftKings. Um New customers can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code THPN. Bet just $5 and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Again, that's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbooks. If you've got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit uh, gamblinghelplinema.org. And your call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. Um, in Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of the Boot Hill Casino and Resort. In West Virginia, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games are regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. Um, in partnership with the Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races and Connecticut, uh, help is available if you call. Um, if, if you have a gambling problem, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. You must be 21 years or older um, in eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details on state-specific gambling resources. Uh, bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One bonus per eligible bet. Opt-in is required. A max bet of $50. 10 plus leg required for 100% boost. Um, eligible uh, Eligibility, wagering, and uh, deposit restrictions apply. Terms uh, and conditions are at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. And we've also got an ad to read from Raycon, Grumpy, your favorite Raycon. It says, even if you're not going on vacation, summer is all about a vacation mindset. Whether you want, whether I want to listen to my favorite podcast, the Islanders Never Say Die podcast, or TJ and the Grumpy Old Man on repeat, or if I just want to retreat inside my own head for a while, I love creating my own summer soundtrack. By popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. Pop them in. Yeah, soundtrack, uh, pod, podcast track. I don't know. Everybody knows I don't listen to music. But the, there's so much going on all summer. Sometimes you just need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see people. Or to stay calm with some guided meditation. Um, again, you can pop them in at the you can pop them in at the gym, Grumpy. You could pop them in when you're walking the neighborhood, the king of the neighborhood. You could pop them in as you're listening to the Islanders Never Say Die podcast on the L train. You can listen to them any which way you want. Uh, but let me tell you right now, Raycon is the best way to listen to the Islanders Never Say Die podcast. Um, use the earbud tap functionality to toggle between customizable mode profiles, noise isolation, and awareness modes. Raycons have 32 hours of battery life. Holy shit, 30 two hours grumpy old man um and it includes eight hours of play time or playing time um so you can listen to what you want when you want for a really long time they come with custom gel tips um for the most comfortable in-ear fit and they start at just half the price of other premium audio brands but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 30-day happiness, a 30-day happiness guarantee, not even a 30-day you know, warranty, a 30-day happiness guarantee. Yeah. So you really can't lose. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon right now 
um, Islanders never say die listeners. Um, you can get 15% off your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash THPN. Again, that's buyraycon.com slash THPN to save 15% on your Raycon order. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Nice. Pretty good, TJ. I found the quote, just to let you know. And, you know, we talked about uh, Islandology and Lou Ron Hubbard. And I just want to say that uh, there's a disclaimer. Okay, this is a work of fiction. Any names or characters, businesses or places, events or incidents are fictitious. Any resemblance to actual persons living or dead, like Lou, or actual events is purely coincidental. Okay, well, there it is. Purely coincidental. Just, I, just purely coincidental. You know, even though it seems like it's true, it absolutely does. And the Laminites, no. When you get a nickname like the Laminites for your fan base, that's a problem. You know, Grumpy, I'm reading this ad, and I don't really think I understand what it means. I guess I'm completely confused. It says in big, bold letters, it says, during your ad, do not mention or reference Kim Kardashian or the Kardashians. Okay, we didn't. Has somebody been mentioning Kim Kardashian or the Kardashians? What, What am I missing with that, Grumpy? I don't know. Uh, don't I don't think we ever talk about either one of them. Who? Kim it's, Kardashian or who? The other ones? The Kardashians. Oh. I don't know. But we can't mention those during the ad. I don't even know what the hell that is. I'm glad that. we were done with the ad before we talked about them. <laughs> gracious. I don't even know which ad it was for. It doesn't even matter. Anyway, let's look here some comments, Grumpy. You're not getting what I'm saying. I'm just I'm just so confused why that would be instructed specifically for us. Um, we're a big Kim Kardashian fan. Big Kim K fans, Grumpy. I, I have a question. Tommy B. I'm looking at Tommy Baffy's picture there. And I see him with a lovely lady. Um, what, did she lose a bet? What happened? How's that? Happen? Is, oh, is that why you're saying she's with Coach Tommy B? Grumpy. I don't think there could be any other reason. Coach Tommy B is dressed up nice. Look at them both dressed up nicely there. Um, Coach Tommy B says, he's hello, DJ and the grumpy old man. Happy probably- August to both of you. What's up there, Coach Tommy B? Hopefully you're having a good start to August, too. Maybe he's a maitre d'. I don't know what that is, Grumpy. You know, like in a restaurant, a maitre d'. What the fuck is that? Holy shit. Go ahead. Attack him in the comments. Motherfucker, why don't you use... Why if you don't you know use, what a maitre d' is... Let's use the, cur- the current vernacular. That That's is the current crazy. vernacular. A maitre d'? What is a maitre d'? Attack him in the comments. Go to the next comment. Let Grumpy worry. know how old and antiquated everything he says okay, is. Let him know. Old and antiquated. What's up there, Matthew S.? He said, good evening, gents. Um... Frank Hayes back from Florida and dropped Lou off at the assisted living home. Oh gosh. Somebody did. What's up, Scott L? How are you? Um, was there any was there actually hockey news? Says Coach Tommy B. Just my investigative reporting. Someone had to do it. Nick D says here, TJ Grumpy, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing well, man. Hopefully you're doing well, also, Nick. (sighs) Okay, Rick Roma did this on purpose. He says, hi, TJ. Do you think that Lou has another move up his sleeve? Or do you think that he is opening? This is his opening right roster. And if you do, do you think this is a playoff team? Thanks. Love the podcast. Thanks. I'm going to say one thing. You know what? TJ's like ever. TJ, did you ever see the movie seven? No. No. Okay. You're like a serial killer. I'm just saying. (laughs) Because the fact that you could read that better than you read comments when there's spaces between the words is disturbing to everyone on this show. There's not one space in there, even with the even with the punctuation, and that's the best you've ever read a comment. 
scary. It's scary. I guess we figured it out. Just don't go ahead and include any spaces in comments, ladies and gentlemen. Makes it's going to allow me to read this better. So, uh, Rick Roma, uh, I think this is the opening night roster that we currently have. Yes. Absolutely. Do we think this is a playoff caliber team? Nope. In order for us to make the playoffs, we have to remain unbelievably healthy. And we got to hope other teams shit the bed. I think that, too. We have to hope other teams take steps backwards mm. and teams that were near us take another step backwards, including teams that were ahead of us take a step backwards, and we stay healthy. And younger teams not taking steps forward, even though their talent and their ability over the last 30 games of the year have shown that they're capable of being up top of us. Yep, absolutely. Nick D says, five-star review. Matthew S. says, Prado is a snooze. Oh! No, he's not. Um, Drill said, I don't blame other podcasts for taking breaks. What's there to talk about? I don't know. I don't know. We find something to talk about. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, you know, there's things to be created about. George Pace says here, you've skipped starting time. You skip starting times. Just realize that the starting time is usually it. That's why you have to have the notification bell, honestly, on everything you do. Because yes. this way, bing, TJ says 8 o'clock. Well, 8 o'clock TJ time is 8.30. 9 o'clock TJ time is 9.30. He's never oh, on. We were on before 8.30 today. Stop. Okay, 825. Alex Hinchy says here, what the Mets are doing right now is what Lou should have done two seasons ago. Absolutely. We've been talking about that for how many years now? We're so far ahead of the curve. Matter of fact, I'm on to the next. I'm on the next hill. Everyone else is down here in the gully with the lowly Islanders. I've already went out of that gully, up a hill, down another gully, and I'm up on the hill over there. Wait, Says, how has Isles Kool-Aid Hall of Famer Josh Bailey not been picked up yet? Anyway, Remember, he's elite, George. Remember, he's elite. That's what we heard from a lot of the Islander fans when he used to be a part of this team. Anyone who leaves the Islanders, coach, GM, player, never gets a job anywhere else because they suck so bad that no one's ever taken a chance on him. Look at Mike Milbury. Never got another job. Gar Snow. He's openly politicking for a job. None. He's got puff piece, puff pieces being written about him for the just to try to get him a job. I'm surprised he's not out on the highway. Say, we'll GM for food, something like that. <laughs> we'll GM for food. Oh man, um, Doug S says here the Islanders are in the same spot as the Devils when they tried building with Marty Havlat, Michael Ryder, Ryan Klo, and uh, Michael Camilleri. Um, oh Lou man, you struggled with that one, didn't you? Michael Camilleri, yeah, Lou doesn't know how to build rebuild teams. That's about to say, I forgot Absolutely about not. Camilleri. I was like, yeah. holy shit, you know, because you Michael Camilleri, yeah, that's right. Long term loser says, Yeah, this podcast is just going to be grumpy talking about movies that came out between 1950 to 1980. That's not true. Sometimes I talk about movies that came out in the 1940s and certainly, uh. Past 1980. Come on. Milo Brownie says, Congratulations to Jamaica's World Cup team eliminating Marta in Brazil. Um, reminded me of the Islanders. Maximum defense with a minimal offense. Are they playing the Women's World Cup? Yes, they are. <laughs> That's kind of a, you know, I, uh, I, I was kind of pulling a little bit for Brazil. I'll tell you one thing. I was definitely not pulling for Team USA. I mean, shit, they almost didn't make it. They almost lost in like the 90th. The 93rd minute or the 92nd minute there, there was a shot that hit off the post 
and they had to just tie or win and they made it in but i mean shit that 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 goal right there could have destroyed the game if they lost but it's like i don't know you could tell the team is not as good they're kind of getting up there in age there the united states women's team they're just they, it's a changing of the guard let me put it to you that way and all great teams have that eventually and this is what you're seeing a transition now from them i'm rooting against the united states women's team Right now, Coach Tommy B says, breaking news, Lou to host the annual shuffleboard contest at the Shady Acres Rest Home. Well, good for him. Tommy would know. Hmm. Uh, Emmanuel R. Grumpy says, good evening, gents. Do you think that Matt Barzell plays wing or does he play or or does a center get traded? He's going to be a winger. Yeah, They'll put him on the first line right wing. A lot of people are saying, well, Boston doesn't have a lot of center depth. You know what? I refuse to believe that Boston is going to enter the season with this lack of center depth with players retiring. I think that they're going to trade for Jean-Gabriel pa- Jean Gabriel Pajot, Grumpy. And I'm like, holy shit. Please. Uh, who, says that? who actually says that? Who says that? Tell me. Is one of Lou Ron Hubbard's gang? <laughs> it's it's a Lamanite. That's all I'm going to say. It's a Lamanite. The Lamanites. And I keep explaining. Boston's up against the cap. Why would they take on more salary? And there was Louis DeBrusque. Oh, he'll be traded. Why? Jake DeBrusque, whatever. Well, here's the thing. Maybe they could get Louis DeBrusque because they're certainly not getting Jake DeBrusque. He's got one year left, four million. They're not going to, and, and Pajot's got what, three more years at three at five million? Why would they take him on when they got a younger player, 26 years old, as opposed to a guy who's going to be 30, 31 next year in season in November? They're not going to do that. Just not going to happen. Even with Bergeron retiring, they can have half the team retiring to still beating out the Islanders next year. Nick D says here, podcast reminder, fire Lou Lamarillo immediately. There you go. Rick Roma says, Lou doesn't believe in rebuilding, and I believe he said that in the past. Maybe she maybe does he even believe in winning hockey. Doesn't seem it. Doesn't seem like it the way we play. Certainly doesn't believe in winning playoff hockey. Drew L. Grumpy. I mean, the only big hockey news today was that Troy Terry signed a seven for seven. What Grumpy? Troy Terry signed for seven to seven. Okay. Um, Why don't you go chug some more drink while you're over there? I don't know how you can't just breathe normal. You always do the hiccupy shit when you're going on the show. I don't know how you do that, Grumpy. Pisses me off sometimes. Everything pisses you off, tyrant. It does. That's right. TJ the Tyrant. I understand. Scott L says Sorokin. T-Ron, T-Ron Hubbard. <laughs> what he just is this is just the yeah, I'm not even gonna say. Um Scott L says Sorokin is the only reason to be excited about the season. Is a goaltender really something that makes you excited? When you see him out there on the ice, you say, Oh man, Sorokin is can't miss hockey. Sure, maybe, but it's like every game where it's like, oh, yeah, we're getting peppered with shots. Other teams have an immense amount of chances, and we look like shit. It's like you get excited about scoring or, you know, dynamic play in the offensive zone. That's what's exciting. I mean, it's exciting. Hey, look at us. We play solid team defense. That's not exciting. And if your team sucks, you got to be at least fun to watch. Look at Frank K. He's got the cutoff on. I like it, Frank. He says here. How can anybody possibly see this team as a playoff team? They're going to be very bad. They're asking way too much of Sorokin. And that's the whole thing, right? It's like 
when you hear the Lamanites, it's like everyone else is going to suck, but the Islanders, everyone's going to take off. No, no. Anybody put any eggs in the Pierre Engvall basket, they're all going to come up rotten. <laughs> I, have you ever actually seen a rotten egg, Grumpy? I never have. You could smell the shit through the damn egg almost. <laughs> through the shell. Hold on. You have had... Lou Lamarillo. Lou oh. Lamarillo. Hold on. Lou Lamarillo looks like a rotten egg. <laughs> you have had eggs long enough for them to legitimately go rotten. I've smelled rotten eggs before. You never smell rotten eggs? Cooked eggs, but not freaking uncooked eggs. You've had eggs go rotten sitting in your refrigerator. How long did you leave them there, Grumpy? I don't eat eggs, but I've certainly smelled rotten eggs before. That's that sulfur smell is what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, long-term loser said, I took a tour of the Bridgeport Islanders locker room this past weekend, and I was pleasantly surprised with how nice it was. Apparently, they have one of the best on-site training facilities, and we're bragging. You know what they don't have? A team that that attracts players to the team. Well, how come the team team sucks every year? The team sucks every year. They've made the playoffs once in, what, 12 years? No, we've won one playoff series. How many times have they been to the playoffs? In like 20, in the last, I think it's in the last 15 plus years, we've won one playoff series. How many times have we even been to the playoffs? Didn't make it last year. Didn't make it the three years. We made it the year before. That's when I saw the abomination known as Simon Holmstrom. And then we didn't make it the five years previous. We suck. We suck. We suck. The minors suck. The pros suck. Everything sucks. Anthony Rizzi says here, um, if the Mets and Cohen can finally realize that they need to trade off the top dead weight and trade for youth, why can't Lou and ownership do the same? Can't they see the same thing the Mets saw? And we've already touched on that today. Exactly. It's yeah, a question. Steve Cohen said. Oh, okay. Grumpy. Oh, hold on. Did Ariel get married? Steve Cohen, Steve Cohen said, finish your thought, Grumpy. Yeah. Um, then we'll talk about Ariel. Um, you know what he said? Because he's a smart business guy, right? Shit don't work. It's getting changed. I realized signing Scherzer and Verlander and all these other veterans that I picked up didn't work out. They're just getting older. You didn't. You know what? You didn't see him move. You didn't see him moving any prospects. Hey, see you later, Francisco Alvarez. See you later, Beatty. See you later, young guys. We need to bring in more vets to win now. They didn't double down on suck. They moved everybody. And what did they do? They freed up, uh, you know, salary cap space, whatever. That's not in baseball, but luxury cap space, right? They spent a lot of money on this team. Did they, they ate some money to get these contracts off their books. And I don't know how I'm going to have to find out till tomorrow, for, before tomorrow to see if it, how it affects the luxury tax. But the fact is they got some prospects in. They got better prospects because they're willing to eat a little bit of money. Yep. That's what having a billionaire owner does for you. Who's not afraid to say, you know what? It didn't work. I want it to work. Let's change it up. This is not going to work. Ariel C. Now, Ariel Wood says, what's up, guys? She got married, Grumpy. Congratulations, Ariel. She got married in June. Congratulations, Ariel. And uh, your husband's the luckiest man in the world. There it is. Um, Scott L. said, did Parise retire? Yeah, he's done. He's not coming back. Who cares? Yep, he's moving. He's gone. See you later, Zach Parise. David Sean McDonald said, this is the podcast for the people like the United States that we need to bash idiots for their epic or for their empty logic. Ask the Twitter twits. 
they shall provide. This is the podcast. No, you you left words out as usual. Maybe if there were no spaces, you would have gotten it. This is the podcast for people like us. Okay, the U.S. Okay, it says us, but it was in capitals. I said the U.S. like us that need to bash the idiots for their empty logic. Asked and ask and Twitter twits shall provide. Get it? See, dude, there's like, there's no, you with a capital S that stands you, for the U.S. It's an abbreviation, huh? You have to read with inflections. You have to read with inflections. Ask and Twitter twits shall provide. See, that's how you I was read so it. Fucking confused. Yes, because it said United States, Grumpy. It said United States, motherfucker, Grumpy. It's that's why, okay? Mumble face mutt. Just oh get to the next comment. God. Yeah, keep on fucking slow. Word butcher. Ariel Wood says here, ready for the season. Hope all is it's well. Just Ariel, I can't believe. Here's the thing. He couldn't pronounce cornfield, so but now he can Ariel pronounce C. Ariel Wood. I like that. That's an Ariel easy W. Ariel W. Ariel from the CW network. <laughs> George Pay says, why would Parise come back to this mess? Money. <laughs> Ariel says here, 30 goals for Bo and 25 for Barzal. This season, you watch. Um, oh, we can hope. Matt Barzal's never scored. Has he ever scored more than 20 goals in a year before? No. Uh, yeah. I could see him maybe putting up 20-something, but 25 is, I mean, you're feeling really confident in Matty B. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. How many goals did... Bo Horvat have last year? 40 something, right? Okay. So he's taking like a, a 25% drop. <laughs> Score. So that but now that's great. Okay. But that's a big decrease for him. He's going to have a career high in assists, though, Grumpy. No, he won't. <laughs> he won't have any assists. Uh, no assists. <laughs> It'll be Maddie B or something bouncing off that useless dog Anders Lee's body. 38 goals and 32 assists. He won't have, I don't think he'll have 70 points next year, though. No, poor doormat might not. Um, long-term loser says, I asked them where Chris Lamarillo parks his car, and they wouldn't tell me. They probably uh, don't know because he doesn't go to the games. Decut says, no hit Noah, making hype videos of himself practicing a shooting. Um, how about hitting the weights or watching Lindstrom play some D, you overgrown baby? Oh, my goodness. D-Cut, who's also part of Isles Misery Rated R, that fantastic Facebook Islander fan group, who I like very much. TJ, I don't know. I think he's a member, but he's one of those, you know, clandestine members where I'm a, I'm not a member, but I might as well be one. We're very similar. But we know he's not a fan of Noah Dobson or Matt Barzell or any of the talented members of the team, honestly. Hold on, hold on. Okay, I got to show you this. Now, this was sent to us. Now, ask and we shall receive, grumpy old man. Now, this, this may be one of the best. Uh, I, this may be one of the best, I'd say, memes that we've ever seen, grumpy. I'm going to have to zoom in on this to make sure that we've gotten, we can show it all. So we do have a flyer for Islandology, grumpy. Oh, already? Already out. Tony Cheese, first off. Tony Cheese, the mad lad legend himself, sent this to us. It says, the auditors <laughs> the, the auditors <laughs> uh, have since the first session of Islandology. That's not correct. So you got you to gotta fix that. that. You got to change Islandology, Tony Cheese, 
have been the only individuals on this planet in the universe capable of being a free man. Lou capable Wong, of freeing man. A freeing man, I'm sorry. Look at this here at the bottom. We've got Tony the werewolf. We've got the Easter Egg Island. The where what? The werewolf. We've got we've got the Easter Egghead Island. We've got here DB Cooper. And it says Island House was defensive back Cooper's there. We've got Islandology join the team. That's helping making that's helping making mankind make it. Uh, helping mankind oh, make hold it. Hold on, you gotta scroll even a little Contact bit the personnel procurement office at 800 Lou suck or email Lou R hubs at islandology.net. <laughs> there you go. See, you got to clean up some of that other, you got to clean up some of the other words because we don't want people. We're not bashing uh, that uh, the other, the religion that they're talking about, but Islandology is a separate religion, a sick religion all to unto itself. Yes, absolutely. It is It's a terrible religion. Grumpy. It's a terrible, it's a terrible infatuation that some Islander fans have. But Tony Cheese, it is great. It is fantastic, Tony Cheese. Thank you so much. That one correction that will need to be made, and that's it, because this is great. Islandology. Um, let's get back here to some more comments. Um, got here a comment there from Charles D. The biggest problem is Lee on the first line. He's creating a big logjam. He just, he's he sucks. I hate the way he talks about the team. He's a, he doesn't care about winning. Anthony Rizzi, grumpy. Cohen spent over $300 million on the roster, and you knew right away that they made a mistake. I like that he took ownership of his mistake and didn't compound it. Lou and the Islanders management need to do the same. Absolutely. The fans will respect you more. I don't care. Even George Steinbrenner. Love him. Hate him. You know he wanted the Yankees to win back in the day. That's sure. what he wanted. And he did whatever he could. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. But you could never question his devotion and commitment to winning. Do you feel you get that from Islander ownership or the front office staff? I don't. I do not know. It's the team's not afraid to throw money at the team now, but it's ownership's not afraid to throw money at it. But I'm like, if we are purposefully neglecting the future because we're trying to get some profit in the short term, never going to happen. We're never going to win with this team. Never. I told you that. How many years ago did I tell you that? Because it's no. No coincidence, our best 25-game stretch. It's a 30-game stretch. was without the ballerina. Then he comes back, and he ruins the chemistry in the playoffs. Oh, so this is all Matty B's fault, huh? That's that, that, that's not grumpy. That's that's way off. The, that's way out of there, grumpy. Way out of left field. No, the thing is, we played Carolina. We are Carolina's bitch. We're bitch boys to Carolina. Carolina just walks in and says, bitch, and they just beat us. Sorry. Mr. B, Grumpy says. Mr. B! Mr. Mr. B, there it is. Grump. Uh, The first name is too much. The last name, forget about it. Just call him Mr. B. Mr. B's got a comment for you. I remember another Mr. B who uh, came in and called in comments on the Water Boy, if you remember. Mr. B? He called in Captain Insano and asked him about being a Water Boy. Mr. B. Oh, Mr. B didn't, did he? Yes, he did. Bobby Boucher. Mr. Oh, B. fuck. Okay. Um, he says, Grump. Shoot, Mr. B. You you have to commit to one of these guys as the Islanders general manager for the next year. Next five years, I'm sorry. Who do you choose? Lou Lamarillo, Garth Snow, or Mad Mike? Maybe he's talking about Garth Brooks. Um, Lou Lamarillo, absolutely not. 
he's already he destroyed this franchise. He's probably going to be dead in five years. So no for him. Uh, Mike Milbury. Say nice things about Lou. Come on. Uh, he'll probably still be alive, but he certainly shouldn't be a general manager. He shouldn't be a GM now. Sorry. I agree with that. Um, Mike Milbury. No, I no, I, I don't see. He wasn't afraid to make moves, but he kind of had a stubborn streak in him, and you can't have that as GM. I go with Garth Snow. Never really lost a trade. Always, always used his first-round draft picks. Garth Snow is the answer there. Okay. And then Doug S. says he doesn't even have to move out of the office down the hall. TJ, you sound like the guy on Q104.3. Okay. Fair enough. Thank you. Probably the guy talking about not getting the venereal disease or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, nice one there, Grumpy. Yeah, uh, Drew L says here, long term loser. I think they were afraid of going to vandalize. I think they were afraid that you're going to go vandalize Fredo's car. Very possible. Very possible. Uh, George P said, How about number four in this scenario? A random drunk fan from the stands. That's right, Mr. B. There it is. D cut, Grumpy. Bigger excuse makers, the Lamanites defending Lazy Lou or the Islanders Never Say Die podcast defending the ballerina. Create a poll, you bald-headed jerk. Okay, I guess. Here's the thing. I don't think we've we've defended the ballerina at all. Who's the ballerina? That's Matt Barzal. He's the hero of the people. I agree with that. He's the hero of the people, Grumpy. I can post up if we want to do that. Give me a sec, Grumpy. I don't think Lou Lamarillo has ever scored a goal. Matt Barzell has. Bo Dormat. Equals Brady Anderson. Do you know who Brady Anderson is? No. He used to play for the Ottawa Senators back in the day. He played for the Baltimore Orioles back in the day. And there was one year that he scored 50. He had 50 home runs. Other than that, I don't think he had more than 18 in his career. (laughs) Oh, my God. All righty. I'm going to go ahead and make a little poll here. Here's the thing. That poll is going to be fudged. I don't give a shit what the answers say. It's going to come out in our favor. David Sean McDonald says, Grumpy old man, people these days can't even figure out if they're a male, female, both, neither, or a robot. I have a saying uh, where you can easily identify if you're male or female. TJ will not let me say it on the air. That is it, correct. But that it's, correct. Really, it's really freaking simple. ALS, Grumpy. Jesus Christ. You gotta ALS keep says, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. But it's very true. Uh, Dale S says, does Anders Lee look like Beaker from the Muppets? Yes, he does. And we've talked about that in the past. We had a side-by-side picture. You've never seen Beaker and Anders Lee in the same room. That's all I have to say. I will agree with you, Grumpy. Nick Nick Canetta says, out of all our prospects, which ones are you guys most excited about? Um, shit. Uh, I don't have any right now. There's come on, no Grumpy. I'm doing something. You can't come up with I, a, I, I cannot come up with a prospect. I cannot come up oh, with a prospect that I'm excited about. Certainly not oh. a guy who's 21 years old, a fifth round draft pick from two years ago. Uh Maggio. No, no. I, I wish we had one of those. Aturatu was a guy I was excited about. I mean, maybe Isaiah George. I don't know. I don't think there's anybody. Maybe the kid Finley from a couple of years ago. Finley, sure. Danny Nelson, I don't know. It's too close to Brock Nelson. I'm automatically predisposed not to like him. So hopefully he pans out, but I don't think there's anyone that we're going to see this year. So no one. Tommy B says, you guys need to get Frank the Tank on your show. 
I don't know who Frank the Tank Frank, is. Uh, but... Tank. Frank the uh, Tank from old school Grumpy. George oh, Pace oh, Grumpy. Okay. D-cut, by any measure, the winner is the clown axe that defended Bailey. It's not even close. Alrighty, I'm going to have the bigger excuse makers. The Lamanites regarding Lou Lamarillo or Islanders Never Say Die podcast defending Matt Barzal. I'm going to say that since most of the people who are going to be responding to this particular poll are fans of this show, that we're going to win that. And you're only allowed to vote once, D-cut. <laughs> Will Farrell is not available. Uh, Dale S. says, Grumpy Old Man is bringing the heat. Bringing yeah. the heat, Grumpy. JP Grump. Hello, gentlemen. Seems like the Mets are the only New York organization that has the rocks to admit when they've hit a dead end. The Yankees and the Islanders do not. 100% correct. But honestly, is there anybody worth anything on the Yankees besides Judge? But who's going to want to pick him up when he's got nine more years on his contract at whatever, however they had damn $40 million a year? Mm. I, I like the judge contract. I'm a big judge guy. I know you're not, but what can I say? Um, and uh, next comment here by Fantasy Survivor. This guy does not seem very happy with us. He says, you're not very bright, are you, Grumpy? Oh. I have a superior intellect. Thank you, Fantasy Survivor. Yes. I'm Fantasy Champion. See, so that's the difference. You might be a survivor. I'm a champion. <laughs> Long-term loser says, Ruchelini Shakov is easily the most impressive prospect. Never going to see him. Maybe Maggio, but think he'll need a few more years to reach his potential. So we're not going to see any of those guys. Um, Emmanuel R. says, Grumpy, you're not wrong. Lee is a new Bailey. Christ, I can't imagine what Lou is going to pay to get rid of him. Never should have signed him. We talked about it the day it happened. The yep. day. I said, what a mistake. Yeah. Talk about talk about a just a terrible use of resources. They didn't get Panarin, so they signed that piece of shit back to a seven-year deal. Nobody else offered more than four. Why do you have to give him a seven-year deal? Goose Staller says, I hope Zach Parise comes back. He was third on the team in goals. I can tell you he is not coming back. We can say that with a very strong degree of confidence. Very strong. Not coming back. Okay. Not saying we know that, but we do. Uh, Mikey D, Grumpy. Huge narrative going around that we are better than the Rangers and we'll finish third. <laughs> it's the Lamanites, man. It's Lou Ron Hubbard and the boys from Islandology. Uh, they ha now have a way better coaching staff and are going to have a December. Are, and are they going to have a December collapse again? Doubt it. And here's the thing: they got leadership and Blake Wheeler on that team. I know things didn't end well in Winnipeg. He's going to be good with the Rangers. Rangers are good. F certain members feel. Facts was telling us the Rangers, they don't, they're going to have to cut a bunch of guys in, never going to be able to bring anybody in because they don't have any money. Well, they managed to do it just fine. You know what, Noe? Because they have a GM who, and I don't even think that Drury's a great GM, but you know what? He can add. That's something Lamarillo can't do. He's still using a freaking abacus. Oh, God almighty. Um, D-Cut says, which of these two are better at figure eights, the ballerina or Brian Botana? Boitano. Boitano. Who the fuck Boitano. is he, Grumpy? Like, I'm supposed He's a to former figure skater. Uh, you think I know ex-figure skaters from back in the day? Come on, Grumpy. Give okay. me a break. Huh? You said his name was Brian Bo Boitana. You said Brian Boitana. Okay. Boitana. That's an O on the end. You didn't say O. You no-reading bastard. Get to the next comment. 
Long-term loser says in the beauty league game on Monday night, they sent ho- they sent some other guys out wearing Lee's jersey. He was probably better than Anders Lee. They wanted Lee to look good, so they put some some scrubby out there. Look Stand at him up. skate. Stand look at him play D. Man, it's probably one of the Lamanites put that jersey on a player who actually looks like he hustles. Sadie Sarvel said the reason why the team never called up Ruslan Ishikov last season was because he went cold in November. How did Holmstrom get called up? He was cold. He's been cold since, I don't know, he was 14. No, oh, come on. He Grump. sucks. He sucks. He sucks. Oh, man. Tell me about he says. I don't even know what that was. Uh, Rick Roma says here, you know things are slow when you're watching highlights, when you're watching Romanoff highlights on YouTube. Oh, it just popped up. It was on, it was on Twitter recently. So I'm like, ah, I might as well look at it. Why not? Mikey D, Grumpy. Tidbits on USA prospects. Dan Nelson has been invisible in the junior showcase. I'm shocked. The standouts have been Will Smith, the, the guy who beat up Chris Rock, and Gabriel Perot, who's that's the guy who I wanted. Forget why team has Perot, but I think it's the Rangers, isn't it? But San Jose got lucky to have Smith. I think the Rangers got Perot. Yes, I think he fell. Guys, these are all guys we could have had, but nope, nope. No risk of that. Who are the top 50 prospects in the NHL for next year? Yeah, we'll probably have many of those, Grumpy. Well, I mean, top 50 prospects coming up. Do you think we have a shot at any of them? Probably not. No. Pro went, yep, in 23rd overall to the Rangers. There you go. Told you. That, he, he can score. Fantasy survivor, Grumpy. They beat San Jose or whoever, SJ, 4-1. to They had 33 shots in a game. But let's pretend we lost that game and then, LOL, that they had one shot in the first five minutes. Yeah, Fantasy Survivor, if we're trying to hang our hat on, we're excited that we beat the worst team or one of the worst teams in the NHL. I think you you may have lost the plot. It's just an observation. We're here to have fun and joke around. When when you've got one shot in the first five minutes against a bottom three team in the NHL, maybe that's not entertaining hockey. And it's like, you know, the sport of hockey and sports in general are supposed to entertain the masses. Wouldn't that just be crazy? Wouldn't that be crazy if sports are supposed to entertain people who watch them? We beat San Jose twice last year. Didn't we beat them twice last year? I don't even remember. I thought we lost one. We lost to a lot of shitty teams last year, though. So Not the last 30 games. (laughs) Only four out of 18. Well, actually six if you count overtime losses. Uh, okay, next comment. Mikey D says, we need more high-end prospects. Absolutely. Uh, Gungun says, Pierre Angbal is engaged. Is Grumpy enraged? Yes, he he's is. engaged? Well, sure. I'm sure he's got women clamoring after him now since he got a big, long contract at $3 million per for the next seven. Frank K says, I was at the game when Wood got destroyed. Love the hit. David Sean McDonald said, "What's funny is how the Twitter twits from Planet Lamanite uh, from Planet Lamanites. No, it's not Planet Lamanites, but the, the Twitter twits from the Planet Lamanites are stroking their puds over how good the team will be." It, 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 okay, you know what? Here's the thing: we keep receipts every year. At the end <laughs> of the year, who's proven right? We are. They come who's up proven wrong. Reasons. Everyone who talks shit about us every year. Here's the thing, you know, and here's the thing. 
when we're a shitty team, they're going to say we're a shitty team. And I'm going to see, we are going to see this team on the rise. That's what's actually, that's what's going to happen in real time. That's what's going to happen. You're going to see it ahead of time. I can tell when the team's on the way down. I can tell when it's on the way back up. This is a team on the way down. We're a long way from being a team on the way up. We're a long way from hitting the bottom, too. We got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I mean, we're not one of we're not one of the worst teams in the league. We're stuck in the middle, in the mediocrity zone, the suck zone, as I call it. Maybe qualifying for the to get in the playoffs and get hammered by teams like Carolina, or don't make the playoffs at all. And then you hear the excuses. We don't make excuses, but and then you hear Lou Ron Hubbard coming out and say, you know, we don't make excuses around here, but. You know, we played the first 13 games on the road and we had COVID and we didn't have our stadium. Well, sounds like you're a walking fucking excuse, Lou Ron Hubbard. That's what it sounds like to me. Why don't you just say, there are, you're right, there are no excuses. I'm a shitty general manager with a loser son, Junior, from Smokey and the Bandit, who I got him running freaking Bridgeport. That loser team, too. Ugh. He got us Hudson Fashing. Good for you. That's all you got to ask my son. That's all on him. Long, uh, long-term loser says Danny Nelson was downright invisible at the showcase. Speaking of visible man, what does the grumpy old man think of the original invisible man movie from 1933? Is that the one starring Claude Rains? I have actually a phenomenal story about that, but I cannot tell it. right. Share now. it grumpy. Come on. I, I don't know. I don't think I can grumpy. The Invisible Man Company. Do you think he listens? Come on. Okay. My brother <laughs> is an hour and 30 minutes into the show. You don't even. Yeah. Come on. He's my brother is a huge, huge Filthy Delphia Flyer fan. Loves those scummy Flyer dogs. Me being an Islander fan, you can imagine we had a couple of tussles when we were younger. And I, I forget what year it was. Detroit was sweeping the Flyers in the finals, and my dad was getting rebaptized. And we're all in the small town that he lived in at the time, and we're sitting in a hotel watching Game Floor, the last game for the Flyers that year. And I was sitting there because I could just see him stewing, and I didn't want to cause any trouble because, you know, he can be a little bit hot headed. So I was sitting there. My nephew was sitting there. I don't think he was more than six or seven years old, maybe a little bit older, but not much. And he's like, oh, what was Lindros's number? Do you remember? Was it 99, 89? wasn't it? Or no, was it 99? What was it, 50? Or- 88, 88. That's what it is. He's like, oh, this guy, Lindros, he stinks. He can't do anything out there. He's invisible. And he was saying this through the whole game, and I could see my brother just getting hotter and hotter. And I'm just sitting there, not saying anything. And I finally no said, grumpy. I'm, I'm doubting that. The I, did not, yet. I did not. I uh-huh. did not. I was enjoying the Flyers' failure. I didn't have to say anything. It was so obviously they were going down. And I said, hey, nephew, you know what? If there was a movie. Called, hey, nephew. That's right. Well, I'm not going to use his name. I know. I said, if there was a, a movie made about Eric Lindros, you know who'd play him? Claude Rains. He is the invisible man. And my brother went, that's it. I knew it. I knew it. You've been dying to say that the whole game. And he stormed out of the hotel room. 
just ah, ah! and I didn't talk to him for two years after that. It's pathetic. Yes, it is. But you know what it tells me? Don't root for the Flyers. It's always a mistake. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Like That's Adam, a true story. That's an absolute true story. I know it's a true story. Uh, Phil just said that the Islanders are on a team on the rise. He just <laughs> Christ Almighty, he's they're lost. Like, it. They're like bread made without yeast. They're so flat. <laughs> Gosh. Oh my God. We love Phil though. Love goon him. goon grumpy. Not Islanders related, but update. The woman who accused Jackson Mahomes of sexual assault has been forced to close down a restaurant after negativity from the public affected her business. You know what? Now I'm rooting for her. I'm absolutely, she should sue this kid for yes. who know, whatever type of damages, and I hope she gets it. That's Here's the thing. This piece of shit isn't even Patrick Mahomes. He's, he's just the loser brother. Is all he's his did. brother who does TikTok dances, Grumpy. Oh my God. I, you know what? I saw the warden watching some. I'm like, what the hell is that? Oh, all these people like to dance. I'm like, shit. I said, I can do dancing on TikTok videos. Grumpy, I think people would love if you started doing a whole bunch of dances and uploading them to TikTok. I think it would be good. I've seen some of them. I'm like, what the hell is this? What, do you have nothing better to do with your time? Can you hit the gritty, Grumpy? Can you get the grumpy, gritty? The gritty, Grumpy? Is that like, I don't know what the hell it is. I could do what's that? What's that dance they had? I remember some kids were doing dances when we coached a little baseball team. What the hell was it called? The floss. That was a floss. They used to the floss. floss. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I'm doing the floss. I said, you know what? Practice catching ground balls instead. Oh man. That uh, cut says here the best move we can is the best move we can do is to trade both the ballerina and no hit Noah. Played our best hockey when Barzal. Uh, was healing from a broken fingernail and, and Noah Dobson was sat in those third periods. Well, this is just not true. That's not, not true. Him. It's not true. He's, he almost sounds like he's one of the Lamanites now. Is Romanoff a Casparitis type? Does Grumpy have a gripe? Um, Definitely has a gripe, yes. Uh, okay, Casparitis played more defense than Romanoff does. He was more positionally sound. I like Darius Kasparitz. Here's the thing. Romanoff's going to be a fan favorite because he throws the body in the no-hit league. That's what he does. <laughs> Hold on. Long-term loser says, if the Islanders were the Titanic this past season, who was Jack and who was Rose? We know the captain was Lou. <laughs> okay. So the captain is Lou Lamarillo. I'll let you have a chance to think about that. Who was Jack and who was Rose, grumpy old man? So Rose was the woman. So... I'm going to say that was probably Josh Bailey. Oh, come on, Grumpy. No, we're asking that because who would not allow who, – who was I, – I guess Josh Bailey could have been Rose because for years and years and years, he would not allow other players, top-tier players, to get more opportunity and chances. And, and what we could have is Jack could be the plethora of young talent. Your Josh Hosangs, your Yan Koval. Hudson Fashing. Your Hudson, Hudson Fashing. A guy who he just he just won a trip to the good ship lollipop and he winds up going down with the freaking ship. Hudson fashioning his jack and Rose. It could be Anders Lee. He's a loser too. Um, he's rich and doesn't, you know, really appreciate, fell in love with Hudson fashioning. But of course, since he's the captain of the team, he's going nowhere. He's going to get elevated. That's what happened. Stop so Lee is Bud Lights and take it deep, you old man talking to D cut. I'm sure. 
Rick Roma says Romoff is okay for what he is, but you can't trade the first a first round pick for that type of player. You just can't do that. He gets one more year. If he's a true lockdown defenseman, I have no problem with it because the AG was acquired. If he's anything less than that, it was a bad trade. Um, and uh, Frank says, hey, what's up, TJ, the grumpy old man? What's up, audience? What's up, Frank? Hopefully you're doing well. Romanoff is a neutered modern-day Kasparitis. Uh, I agree with that assessment, actually. I don't – here's the thing. Romanoff doesn't get under players' skins like Kasparitis did. State of Survival's hot take. Aho will have a career year. Um, Sebastian Aho. Yeah, for the Hurricanes, probably. And that's – Maybe oh, having a career year would still be nothing to get excited about. True. D-cut, grumpy old man. Did you see the video of Sorokin and Shesterkin pushing the car? Look who quits while the other guy keeps pushing. Tells a lot about their personalities. Pull up the video, you bald-headed jerk. I'll get that pulled up here. State of Survival says 67 points. Is that what he's predicted for the Islanders this year? They'll have more than 67 points. <laughs> No, Sebastian Ajo, maybe. I don't know. Hold on, let me pull it up here, Grumpy. D-Cut says, uh, Matthew S., I saw a picture of you and Tommy Baffey at the picnic, Skipper and Gilligan. <laughs> All righty. Uh, Google says, I spotted online a Mets fan comparing Verlander being traded uh, akin to the Midnight Massacre, the Seaver fiasco. The crack nowadays must be more potent than ever. Yeah, it was. they were traded for totally different reasons. Uh, Seaver was, and we can talk about this tomorrow if you want. Long story short, they had contract dispute between M. Donald Grant and Tom Seaver, and he and Dave King were removed in the same night. And it was, I remember the day. I remember it. And Seaver came back a week later, pitching for the Cincinnati Reds, went to that game. My grandfather got his tickets and beat the Mets. I think it was 5-1, to one, and he got all the cheers. Mets were booed mercilessly that day. Here it is. This is Shesterkin Sorokin pushing a car in the off. We don't see it. Oh, shit. Damn it. It's doing that shit again. I'm sorry, Gopi. Thanks for the letting me know. Okay. We've got here. Let me remove this so we can see the whole portion of this, Grumpy. We can see them pushing in a full picture, Grump. Let's see here. Looks like Sorokin gave up early. I can't tell who's too help too, honestly. Sorokin's the So he gave up early. Yes, that's the that's what defects from say. I'm gonna say they've been pushing that a few times, just looking at the tracks. <laughs> Maybe not that. Um you know, I don't even know why that's an exercise that they're doing. Maybe you should work on stopping pucks. <laughs> Call me I mean, it's not like you're going to have to push many cards. Maybe pushing the Zamboni off the ice. Okay, Zamboni broke down. Come on, boys. Get out there. Push it off. Those get out there and start a pushing. Yeah, It's more of an endurance thing, but uh, let's see here. Oh, crap. I lost. Okay, here we go. Um, uh, goom, goom, grumpy. I just read that one already. Thanks. Okay, gotcha. I, I was trying to pull up to the thing. Here you go. Uh, Decut, grumpy. Senators will have multiple players suspended from the Hockey Canada sexual assault incident. I don't know anything about here? that. What? I, don't know. I know nothing about that. I bet nobody gets suspended. Yes. I, it I takes don't. a long time for that stuff to happen. Yep. 
Um, D- or uh, Coach Tommy B says, D-Cut, little buddy. He asked for a banana cream pie. I said, ask Barlow. I don't know what that is. We Frank we're, says, not, we're not getting involved in any of those personal squabbles. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if you knew who a Barlow was, grumpy old man. Uh, Frank says here, Tarasenko's bad shoulder plays no defense. Not as fast as Pierre Engvall. Um, We've been saying how long has he had a bad shoulder? Three years now? Only other- surgeries in a row, and then he came back healthy. And he's fine. And fine since. He's fine. They, the, the doctors were consistently doing the wrong thing, the team docs, and he went to an outside doctor who fixed the problem. That's right. So that has no bearing at all. Does he play defense? Not as much. Does Engvall play really defense? He's, I mean, a little bit more maybe. He might not be as fast as Engvall, but you know what he does do? He puts a puck in the net. Engvall, he's got a much better shot than Engvall, and that's the thing that really we need. Steve Engvall, Pilly, he's put the puck in the back of the net. Tarasenko's been a top-line player. Pierre Engvall's a bottom-six guy. Got a comment here from long-term loser says Pierre for the price we got him at beats getting Tarasenko for one year where he's on the decline. He's a ham and egger, but some gourmet ham and eggs with hollandaise sauce. So I just totally disagree. Tarasenko for one year means he's not hamstringing your cap for the next seven years. $2 million a year extra for a guy who could put the puck in the net and is a first-line player on this team? Over Pierre Engvall, who's just he's just a guy. He's just a guy. Rick Herman said, I agree. Tarasenko's shoulder is worrisome and his defense is bad. Uh, they had to bring it. So that's a big downgrade. I think is I think Debrinkit is better than Tarasenko, but okay, Tarasenko's shoulder is not a problem anymore. It hasn't been for two years. Josh Norris is back. That's a big yeah. upgrade. Yeah. I mean, like that's I think that's 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 the big thing. You got a guy who's a bona fide top six guy back in the lineup. That's that's big for you. Could you imagine if we lost Brock Nelson for we Brock Nelson only played eight games? Do you imagine us making the postseason if we had missed Brock Nelson for sixty, you know, sixty plus or seventy plus games? Seventy four games. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, yeah. Honestly, maybe we could. The only guy we really have to keep healthy is Sorokin. Um, David Sean McDonald, grumpy. Laugh out loud with Aho. The wording is important. What was meant to be said is Aho is having another year in his career. Very good. Ah, Frank K said, I tried feeding Lou to the Gators, but they swam away. Uh-huh. Yeah, they don't like rotten meat. Well, actually, they do like rotten meat. Frank says, uh, I just said that earlier. Um, I worked on my 66 caddy. Um, why is the term ham and eggs? used as a negative ham and cheese is an amazing breakfast sandwich ham egg and cheese i'm sorry is an amazing breakfast sandwich i mean to go to the man who originated the term ham and eggers which was the great bobby the brain heenan and he says you could get ham and eggs at any diner anywhere in the world ham and eggs they're just it's just ham and eggs ham and eggs nothing special about ham and eggs let's see here um and then uh, david sean mcdonald says Hell yeah, Frank. It isn't good on the ice, though. Oh, gosh, him and Eggers. Uh, Gugun says here, TJ and Grumpy, what are your go-to cuisine at sporting events? Also, what is the most controversial slash unexpected item you ate or drank at such a gathering? Um, TJ, you're going to go for unexpected shit. I'm just the same. I'm like hamburger, hot dog, chicken fingers, fries. 
Coke. He eats like a fucking five-year-old, Grumpy does. That's, at any of these that's what I do. Yeah, that's what I do. Five-year-old. Why don't you tell us some un, something unexpected you ate or drank at a game? <sighs> um, I pretty much eat everything. Uh, it's uh, anything that's there. I pretty much eat that. It looks nice. I, I, I couldn't like, I, when we go to events, I try to eat beforehand because I don't want to have to pay the ballpark tax or the, the, the rink or the stadium tax or anything like that. Where I'm It doesn't for. stop you though. You imagine how much more it. I would eat. Imagine how much more I would eat if I didn't have that grumpy or if I didn't have. The question was, food. what was the most controversial or unexpected item you ate or drank at a sporting event? I had never drank anything unexpected. Drank? I don't Just know. out of the toilet? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I fucking eat anything. I don't know. It's like cotton candy, you know, like okay. like a cinnamon almonds, all that shit. Okay. okay. Sugar almonds. There's nothing special that I eat at these. There's not a lot of special food items. Here's the thing. TJ will eat anything anywhere. Yes. Nothing is unexpected when it comes to, hey, that looks like food. That's the way it is. Sure. And we got here a comment there um, from John Smith said, I'd rather have Kachuk as my number one left wing than Anders Lee, which is the new no, Bay than Anders New Bay Lee. Ah, Anders New, new Bay, Bay Lee. Nah, he stayed in Paris, says Frank. Uh, Goongoon says, TJ and Grump, what are the pros and cons of tailgating? Can um, inclement weather can be, inclement deflating. be deflating? I realize that was way too big a word for you, so I've just left Jack there. <laughs> I don't see inclement weather very much. Pros um, <laughs> is you get to hang out with friends. That's good. A lot of fun. Um, you get an early parking spot. So if the game sucks, you can get out earlier. Um, the cons, uh, you get too shit-faced to enjoy the event. That's a con. Um, that's really the big con. Or the fights, fan fights. But then if there's that's a fan fun fight. you're watching. If you're watching, it's cool. Just make sure you turn your phone landscape mode so you get the full effect. Not portrait. Don't get in to see enough of the action. Nobody cares about the birds or the top of the light post uh, light stands. Nobody cares about that. They want to see the fight and the surrounding people who go at it. I'd also say this too. Um, the tailgating, the fun portion, the pros is you're spending time ideally with your fellow fans, your maybe your friends that you haven't seen in a long time. It gives you a reason to get there, socialize, shoot the shit, have a good time, tailgate. Cons, you're spending an entire day there. You look back on it, especially when your team gets throttled. Could you imagine tailgating? Like, Grumpy, could you imagine us driving, right? We'll drive there to, to, the, to, to Raleigh to tailgate with the Islanders meetup group. We tailgate for a few hours in the freaking blistering heat, and the Islanders get rolled for nothing. And then you drive three, three, four hours back home to Charlotte, Grumpy. There's nothing worse than that. That's the con. That, you know, inclement weather, can it be deflating? Sure. You can't have a tail, you can't tailgate in inclement weather. I don't even consider it. Here's the thing. Honestly, I don't Grumpy's think I've ever a weather fan. I, I that's right. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I've ever been to a game where there was tailgating where the weather was bad. Ever. Ever. Just been lucky. Just been lucky like that. Record I didn't even I didn't even look at the second. I'm like, oh, inclement weather, there's no such thing when you're tailgating. Rick Roma says here, Sutzel and Kachuk are Sutzel. young stars. 
Stutzla and Kachuk are young stars that will be core parts of the Senators. You need high first round picks to get those type of players. Memo to Lou, stop trading your first. No coffee to guys who trade away their first round picks. Amen to that. Um, the weather doesn't matter when you're so hammered that you can't feel the cold, says David Sean McDonald. <laughs> Good gracious. Um, Drew said, I wish Steve Cohen owned the Yankees, too, with the accountability like that. Wish he owned the Islanders. Long-term loser said, with the team the Senators got now, both Kachucks can make the Hall of Fame. Oh, that's a long way. That's Brady, a long way. I think, has got a... It's a little bit early to say that about Brady Kachuk. D-Cut says, Phil Schwacks for president in 2024. He's got dual citizenship. I think he's a hardcore unelectable, honestly. I hope he doesn't run the country like he would want to run the Islanders. We would be in a bad Oh! <laughs> Fantasy Survivor said, this is the dumbest shit ever. Oh, we didn't like, we talked about islandology. Oh, see you later, Fantasy Survivor. Um, uh, Coach Tommy B said, um, we'll get indicted by jack smith the minute he crosses the border i don't know who that is but uh um d or uh, david john mcdonald says grumpy old man it doesn't take long to realize twitter is a mentally unstable the grumpy old man the islandology bit was worth the price of admission lou ron Auburn! oh yeah that's a good one that was a good one it's a good little one one day bit that's a funny one tony cheese said tony cheese says islandology headquarters is located on easter egg island <laughs> There you go. Uh, Robert Marshall Actually, said, I thought it was at Belmont Arena. Um, uh, over 20 years in a fossil hasn't won anything. True. Yep. Um, Lou or a long term loser, Grumpy. That Lou Ron Hubbard uh, bit had me cackling like a hyena, one of the best moments of the history of the show, and so damn accurate. Absolutely. <laughs> See, Drew, you need to clip that. And Tony Cheese, you need to clip that. That's not what you go out short one. Uh, uh Deidre C says here, didn't Debrinkit sign with the team already? Yes, he is with the uh, Detroit Red Wings. He was traded there, and then they signed him. Islandology is located underneath the flat side of the earth. There you go. Okay, we're getting more and more theories. Um, Lou guided Steve Cohen on the MLB trade deadline for the Mets. That's oh. not true. Let's be real for a second. Islandology is just the plot for Demolition Man. I don't know what that I is. Demolition man. Long-term loser says Phil's facts is a Tom Cruise of the church of islandology. Wow. Um, and then here, no, they, that's not true. Phil's boring and dull. D David Sean McDonald says here, There's no movie star humanity. He like, he would be like Tom Cruise's accountant. <laughs> David Sean Donald says humanity is being fast tracked on the reversal of evolution. Um, the age of the troglodyte is rising. There you go. Uh, D-Cut says, TJ has every penny he ever made hidden under his mattress along with the 12 free pairs of Raycon earbuds. I haven't gotten any of those. I know TJ's got them, but not me. Pfizer Phil's naps. Oh. <laughs> is the unfinished clone of Luron. LOL. Sorry, Phil. You just make fun because we like you. Yes, we do. Limbo Luron. Oh, gosh. Ooh. Brian Jennings says it's pretty sad uh, when I read when I read a post asking what current NHL players you wish the Islanders could have back, and I could think of only one, Devon Taves. That's it, and that was a piss away trade. You know who would not have made that trade? Garth Snow never would have made that trade. Never freaking ever. David Sean McDonald said TJ can read gibberish but not English. That's true. 
and unreal that TJ can read Rick Roma's comment, the most perfect comment he's ever read. LOL. It was, it was it honestly was freaking sad. Well, that backfired. TJ read that beautifully. I'm leaving now. <laughs> good. Uh, I guess we have to write the comments like this now. <laughs> <laughs> and look at how good he read that. Wham! No problem. I don't know. My brain, I guess, works that way. I'm honestly not surprised TJ understood that, Rick. <laughs> Everybody needs to break their space bar. Um, D-Cut says, by the way, Bailey was on the Islanders. Was that an Islanders community event this week as an Islander alumni? Please tell me that's a joke. God! Please tell me that's a joke. Jeez. Yikes. Yikes. Mm-mm-mm. Matthew asked Grumpy. In the GM booth, massaging Lou's back. You'll be giving Lou his nightly pedicure soon. And does hockey exist on August 2nd? Coach Tommy B. asks. Rick Roma says here, Boston's top two centers are Charlie Coyle and Pavel Zaka. Yikes. Uh, I think Pavel Zaka is pretty good, actually. He'll, here's the thing. I mean, maybe Krejci comes back. They haven't said Krejci's not coming back. I don't think he will. Yeah. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Uh, Brett W. says here, Billy Smith was pretty exciting. Step into his crease and find out. That's a different level of excitement. You don't see that in the NHL anymore. Um, Jesus, TJ, you sound like a sheltered boy. What was your favorite What was your favorite flavor of crayon? <laughs> okay, gracious. Um, the Mets got Houston's number one prospect. Wow, says Frank. No, TJ. U.S. is us. Dum dum. It's US. It just means for United States. Uh, he was emphasizing us. Uh, Robert Marshall Grumpy. Yeah, Empire saw something comparing him to Dykstra. I don't know who he's talking about. Oh, oh Mets probably. Guy who the Mets picked up from Houston. Frank Grumpy. Oh, come on, Grumpy old man. Can uh, come on, Grumpy old man can say who cares about Parise? He was so good, especially for Zayn, scored 21 goals, never missed games. Uh, okay. Is Zach Parise a guy who's putting you over the top? Is the team going to be better? Is the team going to make the players because of Zach Parise's contributions? They tried putting him on the first line. Couldn't do it. He's a fine bottom line, guys. We're filled with those. Rick Roman says people like U.S. LOL. TJ is just amazing when reading. I've never heard the word amazing when TJ's reading in the same sentence before. Amazing. That, amazing reading. That's a first. Drew L. Grumpy takes a freaking takes a freaking low blow here, Grumpy. Look at this comment. Illiterate and illogical TJ strikes again, just like his fantasy trade proposals. I heard about that fantasy trade proposal. That was never happening. It wasn't an awful trade proposal. You needed to add something else if you wanted to get Randy a razor. I'm willing to come to the table to offer. I'm willing to come to the table, grumpy old man. Where'd you get your trade suggestions from, Johnny Mac? (laughs) Tommy B says, you should do a look-back show next Wednesday. Talk about Islanders history, the decade of the 70s, the road to building a real dynasty. We've done those before in the past. but Here's the thing. That's those off days for TJ. That's right. Robert Marshall said, did TJ go to LeBron's school? Oh, wow. Yikes. No, I think they struggle with math, not with reading at that school. Rick Rowe, my grumpy. Astro fan, Astro fan seems to think the other outfielder the Mets got in the trade, excuse me, is the better prospect. And the not being able to breathe shit, grumpy. God almighty. I had a hiccup. Sorry. Hate How do you have hiccups just talking? Oh, my God. Brian Jennings says here, sell this team already. On to the next dismal chapter for this franchise. Oh, man. Um, And then here, uh, I got a comment there. 
Jesus, TJ. It loses all the funny when you botch the damn comments. Yeah, I know. What can I say? I try my best. I try my best. Janice Edelman says, really? Yes. I don't uh, Janice, know. Who's Janice Edelman? This is the first time we've been blessed with a comment from her. It just says, really? I don't know. Yes. I don't, I don't know, know what really, really but it's really? a yes. Roma, it's when he attempts to read. Uh, Gungun says, Grumpy, at what point did you become a national treasure? Are you comfortable with such a title? Yes, I am. He I, I couldn't it. tell you, I couldn't tell you when it happened. Werewolf. The werewolf. Like werewolves. Yeah. I missed one part, says Tony G. So close, Tony G. So close. So close to getting perfect. Gungun says, Why was Al Arbor so upset with the refs during the 1993 Eastern Conference Finals? Because they weren't doing the job. They were giving Montreal all the freaking breaks. That's why. Cohen said, I'm losing $200 million this season. Um, I did not sign up to lose money like that. Yeah. He, he's like, I'm going to put a winner on the field. Got your comment there. Also, Tommy B saying here, Snow lost the Vanek trade. Yes, he did. He did yeah. lose the trade. Yeah, but he, you know what? He rolled the dice. He did. Good for him. He never took another chance after that. I'll tell you that much. Garth was Garth was sadly way better than Lou. Just couldn't hire a coach. Yeah, that's true. Mm. But you never know what it would have been like if he had money to spend. That's the one thing. Yes. Lamarillo's had all the money to spend, and he's managed to screw it up. Just a total botch job, where you don't know what. Uh, you saw what Milbury was when they loosened the purse strings one year. He went out. He got Pekka and Yashin, and the team made the playoffs. Um, we never saw what Snow could do if he had money. Drew says here, TJ's a furry. His spirit animal is a werewolf. I hate uh, when he says werewolf. Werewolf, baby. JP says, because Dale Hunter and Kevin Hatcher wield that stick like Paul Bunyan with an axe. Well, that was against. Uh, Brian Washington. Jennings says, we have prospects? Not really. Not Very really. few and far between. Ishikov, there it is. That's the guy people were looking for there, Grumpy. Yeah. Um, I'm Frank the Tank, he says, Gumpy. Travis Green and Mark Parrish would look like Gretzky on this roster, laughing my freaking ass off. Yeah. Think about it. Judge, an injury waiting to happen, says Mario. Yeah. The one year I get him on my fantasy team, the guy's been out almost the whole year. It's not stopping me, though. Swamp Box 29, Grumpy. My laminates, excuse makers. No, uh, laminates, Grumpy. Laminates. What did I say? Laminite, laminates, or whatever the hell you said, mess it up. The laminites, grumpy. Maybe I didn't mess it up. You I did. You oh. fucked it, grumpy. My laminites, excuse makers. Nope, 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 nope. By the way, we've got 23, 23 votes. Bigger excuse makers. 87% says the laminites regarding Lou Lamarillo. There you go. 13% say the Islanders never said I podcast regarding Matt Barzal. I bet all of them have a DC on the end of those. Oh, man, here. Drew L. Grumpy. I think TJ and Grumpy should make a diss track on Phil and the Laminites. No, man. Hey, Grumpy. John Smith, I'll be back in a second. What would Brian Boitano do, Boitano, if he were here right now? He'd probably kick an ass or two. That's what Brian Boitano would do. I don't think so. Um, Frank from Empire State says, too bad Lou doesn't watch this show. I won't say what I was thinking, but it was along the lines uh, if that would not be good for his health, LOL. Uh, they they do hear about us, I, I've heard. Um, Mario says, 
Would anyone be surprised if at the deadline Lou trades next year's first and more for Henrique? I think he's absolutely going to trade the first round pick. Absolutely. If we're even remotely close, he'll trade it again. Um, Brian Jennings says, bottom line is the arena needs to be empty for games this season. This team and fans mimic the Leafs of the 80s, shitty product on the ice. That's the only way that you can voice your displeasure besides booing or coming up with something creative about Lou and the Lamanites um, to be a negative context. Let it affect the owner's bottom line, then changes get made. Frank from Up High said, oh, no, Danny Nelson sucked again. It feels like that's already a bust at way too early. He's only 18 years old. Um, Frank says, way to go, Lou. 88, we're talking about Lindros's number. Uh, Michael Moisa says, if you're trading Dobson and Barzell, you're full on rebuild, without a doubt. Um, Rose is Horvat, says Mario. It's, no, I don't think he's going to be Horvat. Uh, Michael Boy says, rooting for Barzell to put up 80. Aren't we all? Gungud says, Grumpy, did you ever attend one of your Islander Stanley parades, TJ? Did you too? TJ was not born back then, a long time from being born. And I never went. It, parades weren't a big deal back then. They just weren't. I was probably working or something. So, no, I did not go. Um, Brian Jennings uh, says, you think Lou pops a blue pill and leads the locker room circle jerk before games? Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's dropping LSD or doing mushrooms. I don't know. Uh, John A. says, Sorokin and Shesterkin should have been pushing that stupid SUV that used to sit in the Barclays Arena right off the Brooklyn Bridge. Joseph C. says, Tarasenko for one year, Engvall for seven years, LOL. Even if Tarasenko has a down year, he still would score more goals than Engvall. Absolutely. Frank says, yes, yeah, seven years is nuts, shows Lewis dementia. He's thought about seven months. He thought it was seven months. Good one. Uh, he always gives guys way too much term, always. Um, Frank says, oh, Bobby the brain, baby. That's right. Uh, Drew says, Grumpy eats like a five-year-old. TJ eats moldy cheese. That's TJ probably would eat lead-based paint if you gave him a shot also. Gungun says, what soothes bug bites most? An ice cube, Ben Gay, or peanut butter? Well, if you watch uh, my big fat Greek wedding, it's uh, Windex. Little square to Windex, take care of that. Uh, Pony Boy says, or scratching would also work on it. Uh, Pony Boy says, boys, if you could involve one condiment or food-related item in a sexual act, what would it be? I'm just passing on that, of course. Um, Frank goes, TJ prefers ham and egg and moldy cheese. TJ cheapening out when his wife is a doctor. That's true. He is cheap. Pony Boy says, TJ's a freaking caveman who only eats hot dogs cut up in ramen. Man, that's exactly the way he says it, too. <laughs> it is his go-to comfort meal. Sickening, to be honest. It was disgusting, honestly. Thomas A. says, Lou left at the sweets table with an empty plate again. The more things change or don't, the more they stay the same. That's why those old sayings are so true. Ponyboy adds, boys, who would win a chess match? Josh, he does all his teammates' kids' homework, Bailey, or Shampoo, he's 80 freaking years old, Lou, from the landline, Lamarillo, in his depends. Uh, chess match. I would say probably Lou would. Absolutely. Remember, Bailey never went to college, and Lou went to Providence. Ponyboy says, Boys, boneless wings or original? Boneless is the only way to go. Thomas A. says, who else do you have to make 
who else do you even have to make a hockey trade for? Matt Barzell, first-round draft picks, Noah Dobson, all young guys. Because nobody wants the old pieces of shit. Only Lou does. So if you're if he's willing to give up more young assets, which we have limited amounts of, teams will be actually buy it on that. It'd have to be young guys. What comment are you on, Grumpy? Uh David Sean McDonald at 1005. Man, what the hell? You were flying through all these. I read all the I read them. I read them. I don't bumble bumble fuck all over them like you do. Pony Boy oh says, God. Boys, is Romanoff gonna be an gonna be ass a season because he has kids now? Does he? Ooh. Oh man, that's not that's good. A problem. Yes, it is. That is not good, guys. Matthew C says, "Let's hope Matthew Maggio will be something special." Yeah, you can hope it all you want. Probability is he's not going to be. Pony oh, Boy f- says, "Phil's Pax is a Phil's Fax is a piece of shit. He is the Ben Shapiro of Islanders Twitter, and that is a heavy insult." Oh, he's like, Phil's a nice guy. Come on, Phil's oh, very nice uh, Tommy Shredder says here, Lou rubbing his face. In the poo plate again. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Bill does his own stunts, says Tony Cheese. <laughs> I just can't get over the face. Of it. <laughs> He's yeah, got me screaming. It's a very good one. Oh, man, oh, man. <clears throat> Grumpy, would you rather be a Scientologist pastor or a Mormon door-to-door guy? I'm not into any. I'm not talking about anything religious, except it's Islandology. That's it. Islandology. That's it. Islandology. Phil um, talks like, like my eighth grade science teacher, dull, boring, and sleep inducing. I agree. Oh, God. oh man. Oh, That's man. how you get a nickname like Phil's facts. D cut, Grumpy. As usual, TJ not gave me D cut credit for all the long lasting nicknames he used on the pod. That's true. He doesn't. Phil, uh, yeah, I was about to say. Well, we have to use them. Only. We have to use them. Uh, Pony Boy says. Who would win in a hockey trade, Garth Snow or Lackluster Lou? Absolutely Garth Snow. He would fleece, fleece Lamarillo. Fleece him. And Every well, fucking says, time, too. They don't want you to mention Kim Kardashian because Raycon is owned by Ray J, and they had that whole X-rated tape thing. Oh, look at that. A little bit of detail on why they don't want Who's Ray J? Ray J was a guy, who I think, who banged her at one time. Who is Ray J, though? What is that? It's a guy. Who banged Kim Kardashian? I think. Okay. I don't know what the J stands for. Garth. Yes. Tommy Tommy man, give us your hot take on Maggio and DeFore. <laughs> who in the farm is a bright spot? Oh my goodness! What happened? What's that noise over there? The cat's over here starting to press a whole bunch of buttons on the soundboard. Well, she probably probably knows more about them than you do. Um, <laughs> I would say right now Maggio is the higher prospect because DeFore was last year's model. This year's Maggio. Who knows who next year will be? Who do we draft? Maybe Danny Nelson will be next year's model. Let's see if anyone pans out. We're hoping. We're rooting. But I'm not getting my hopes up too high. Robert Marshall Grumpy says Ishikov and Durando are both ahead of them. They're both better than they are right now. That's correct. Yeah. But they're older as well. Pony Boy says. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Boys, would you? Okay. No, we're not talking about that one. <laughs> Curtis, oh no, uh, oh god, no. Pony Boy Curtis, what is up with these questions, Pony Boy? You're going crazy, you're going sicko mode right now. Frank um, from from Empire State says, "Too bad the Islanders won't accept that most or most of or all the great teams build through the draft. They're afraid they won't make enough money if you go that right route, which is sad." 
I said is, and I'm, TJ's my witness. When they both came in, I said they should gut the team and start over because of their reputations. The fans would say, "Okay, we're cool with it," and then by now we'd be we'd be rolling. I firmly believe that they chose to go the opposite way. Now you get what you get. Yeah, we had a couple of years where we got to the Eastern Conference Finals that we were never winning ever in a million years, but that's it, okay? And if fans are happy with that, more power to you. I'd rather have a team that was that'd be good now and would have staying power for years. That's what I would want. And I thought we could have done that one last time, the rebuild. Too late now. Ponyboy says, boys, if you could eat fried chicken. Or only eat fried chicken or cream spinach for the rest of your life. And you can only pick one. Um, which would you pick and why? Is that, is that even a question? You would just have a really, really short life expectancy. You'll be expecting to die at a much younger age. But well, I don't how miserable. Okay, I'm sure cream spinach is not going to be good for long-term life. But here's the thing. Would you rather eat cream spinach and live 10 more years? You'd be miserable every day for the rest of your life. That's true. I mean, is that a way to live? Eat that fried chicken, die a little bit early, but hey. At least I enjoyed myself. That is true. I do agree with you. Ponyboy Curtis says here, um, boys, what the hell? How would you feel if you can only consume liquid on planet Earth? Or the only liquid you could consume on planet Earth became Michelob Ultra Light? Do you think the world would be a better, worse, or similar place? I think I think uh, Ponyboy is living in that reality right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would be a worse place. I'm just going to say everybody being drunk off their ass is not going to get anything done. Tony Cheese says, I'm like 100% sure TJ was Team Jacob because he liked werewolves. There it is. There it is. Oh, boys, remember Miroslav Satan? He was such a sick Islander. He was an okay player who was really good for the Islanders because we weren't a good team. Mm -hmm. I like yeah. Miroslav Satan. I did. Um, and then John Smith said, no South Park fans here, I guess. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. I don't know what that comment was referring to. That's a while ago. Sorry. Um, Max Byer said, good evening, gents and lady. That's a first. LOL. What's up, Max? Um, oh, gosh. I, I bet TJ has read all the Twilight books. Yes. I bet he has as well. It was a prerequisite for his marriage. Did the lovely page like those books? I don't think she read the Twilight books, but I do think she definitely read A. I don't think he. I don't think she read, she read A, books. the first letter in the alphabet. Maybe yeah. you should master that letter. Yeah, I don't think she read any of the Twilight books, or maybe she's got them behind me. I really don't know. She could. She's got all these different types of books. All these books. Bah, she's got all these books. Grumpy Tony uh, Cheese. Brian J says we we don't need that one. Brian J says, uh, Sorokin may as well push a car. Poor guy won't hoist a cup. Oh, that's, man. That's a, that's a good shot. I, I Grumpy, you didn't like this one? No. We, didn't we talk about that? You, you didn't love that song, Grumpy? I don't even know what it is. I know it was something we did on the on the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man show, which I'm sure I just tune out. Oh, God. But it's nonsense. I just tune it out. Fire TJ's bladder. Hire D-Cut. Oh, man. David Sean McDonald, Grumpy. I'll say this. Anyone making the mistake of taking of talking shit about our podcast, it belongs to us, not us, TJ, that always listen, are in for some serious verbal ass whipping. 
I make this is the people's podcast. This is people who are, who are realistic. This is the podcast of the. I talked I with a guy once who thought that uh, Eyes on Isles podcast was good. I'm like, dude, you've never heard our show. They're the worst show on the planet. Grumpy, come on, Grumpy. How many fucking times do we have to go over that? You, the older he gets, the fucking worse he gets. I swear to God. Well, I just, I just want to say there are some people who are just, you know, that's all they can find. Clip sensei, oh senpai says they probably put Islanders with a smiley face, and that's the podcast that comes up. Fuck. All right. Clip senpai says. Were you guys talking about the Islanders, about going to Islanders game at PNC Arena, the Hurricanes? Yeah, yes. we've been to those. Yeah, we've been there. And by the way, the, the that podcast now has, it's Andy Francis. It's Andy Francis on that show. Even bro. worse. It's a lot, be- no, it's a lot better now. It's a Probably lot better. nothing but gambling conversations. What do you think our ads are, Grumpy? No, I mean, we don't talk about gambling the whole show. I like, we got to have Andy back on. I got to reach out to Andy. I got to get him on a Wednesday when it works for his schedule. I got a, there's a whole bunch of shit I'm behind on with the podcast and the show. I want, does Clip, does Clip go to PNC Arena? That's what I, I don't want. know, Grumpy. Don't know. Vote for the ballerina option. Oh, God. That's why D Cut went to, the, to YouTube. But Curtis said, um, Hey, Grumpy, I got a question. Backup. It's a backup. A backup. He's a freaking backup. A backup. Four years to a 35 year old freaking backup at 2.7 my five per. Stop. You want to know why every year? Next year we're going to hear again. We're going to hear we don't have any we don't have any salary cap space. You want to know why? Because you sign guys like that piece of shit Engvall, Mayfield, Varlamov, all to long term extensions when they're in their thirties. Stop. Just stop it. Anders Lee. Everything is self inflicted by the fossil. Lou Ron Hubbard and the boys. And the laminites. Lou and the laminites. Brian Jennings grumpy. Lou on conference call at the draft using plastic cups with string attached. Then wonders why trades don't happen and nobody calls them. Man, <laughs> Brian, two good two good comments oh, in a row. Man. I like it. Oh, buddy. Uh, I think he wants to be the new Mr. B. Just puts a B up there now. Who would win in a bare knuckle fist fight? TJ or the whole TJ with his hulking ogre physique or Alexander Romanoff? Romanoff. Romanoff would die. He'd get murdered. Are you kidding? Oh. Ronda Rousey would kick your ass. You know that. Okay. What? Grumpy, grumpy. Alexander Roma. Have you, have you seen Alexander Roma? Never, you, all your punches are wide, like a lot I of these guys in the band. The guy can't even grow a beard yet, Grumpy. Come on. But I bet you he could throw a straight punch. Oh, fucking stop. You're Please. a little crazy, man. You're like, you might hit him with a flurry of activity, but just one <laughs> down he go. Ooh. How t- you know what? I'm not even gonna start. Romanoff is just again, he's another one of these guys who's built stick and reed thin. He's built like 190 pounds soaking wet. Please stop, Grumpy. Okay. Well, TJ Spinner's werewolf. Werewolf. Yeah, werewolf. Wolf. 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 Max power, Grumpy. When they call him, hey, it's a pack of wolves. It's not a pack of woofs. Okay. Max Power says Garth. Never seemed to understand the importance of having a good coach. His MO under ownership directors was to build a team that could make the playoffs as long as everything goes perfectly. It sounds like Lou Lamarolo, actually. Everything Lou has Senpai to go says, Going to the Canes game when the Islanders are in town is fun. When it snows, it's literally just Islander fans since New Yorkers can drive in bad weather. And people from North Carolina suck at it. It's like a home game. 
It's true. It's well, but you don't know why people down south are not good at driving the snow. They don't see it all the time. They don't have people who clear the roads. They just, you know, it's not something they look, you know, you don't use that equipment every year. So you're not going to budget for it. It's true. So I guess Clip does go to um, when the Islanders play in PNC Arena. There, it's always a good crowd. It's always fun. The, the fans are nice. It's a good place. All righty. And we usually see the Islanders win. I don't think we've ever seen the Islanders lose there, actually, when we go. We've only seen them play once or twice there. Once, well, I think. No, way more than that. Um, when you were younger, we used to go all the time. But here's the thing. You know, we haven't been in recent years because, well, the Islanders ain't beat the Canes in a long, long time. Seriously, boys. I want a season-by-season analysis of Josh's Bailey's career. Give us give us time. We'll, we'll do it. But we've got to have some time. we got to to say. Not today is right. Um, I don't know what's worse. Uh, oh, I don't know if that's worse um, than when uh, Grumpy went on his tirade about how gambling and sorts sports hogwash right after a DraftKings ad. Yeah, he's done that before, too. Yeah. I'm sure I have. Nicolo Blight is an Islanders prospect pool name. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, and uh, imagine if Blue Chew was a sponsor. Oh, God. It would be comedy gold. What the hell is Blue Chew? I guess they're a sponsor. Oh, man, oh, man. Let's see here. I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe type of Blue Chewing tobacco. Blue Chew. Tommy Shredder Grumpy. I bet Lou sips on Bud Light before he makes his trades and signings. Well, well, no comment on that. I'm sure TJ would not appreciate my comment. Yes, I would not appreciate your I will not touch that one. <laughs> Thank you, Grumpy. Wow, look at him go. Oh, no, D-cut. D-cut, look over here. If that sad set clown Andy Francis is a guest next season, many loyal uh, Islanders Never Say Die members will boycott the show. He's going to be one this offseason. we got to get in touch with him, Grumpy. we got to reach out to Andy Francis. No. What, Grumpy? Goon Goon says, is we hooping a nerd or a duck? Come on, get the hell off of that. Is we hooping a nerd or maybe, a duck? Maybe that deserved the old butt-ups. <laughs> I mean, we hooping. I, you know, I had I saw that comment early, and I'm glad I did because I said something under my breath to myself, but it's not nerd or jock. Oh, God. Um, okay. Pointy Boy says, who would win an arm wrestling match? AJ Hare Malesko or Josh Hentai Bailey? Uh, AJ would kick his ass in that man she's got some manly ass shoulders on her you could tell she's man she's been jacking the weights oh god almighty Josh Bailey just been living pencils his whole life okay here cutting up Um, apples and orange slices for the team Pony Boy says boys what do you think of Engvall's second long term contract of the offseason it's it's horrible it's it's no the second long term contract is him getting engaged grumpy Oh, uh, I mean, come on, Grump. You should have picked that one up. Uh, I, You know what? I don't pay any attention to that. Um, I feel bad for the girl. Look who she's stuck with. But you know what? She can cry into her into her pillow of dollars. So how bad could it be? It can't be that bad. That's right. And what do they say? After seven years, she'll drop them. Seven-year itch. See you later. <laughs> Tommy Shredder. And just because it's seven years and his contract expires, you know, just mere coincidence – uh, you know, any whatever thing to real life is not whatever, like we said earlier. Has anyone been harassed by Islander reps this season about 
wanting to discuss excited news, dude, nonstop. Really? I did not know that. I'm int- I mean, are they calling people up and trying to, I don't know. I'm sure they are. That's their job. I didn't yeah, know that. What, ex- what exciting news? The exciting news of the Islanders getting What's ready to have a news. Because I say, how, how, are you saying that? Uh, you must be reading off a script. You cannot believe these things. How much they pay you to lie to people when you call them on the phone? It's just like, you know, it'd be just like any of those telemarketers calling up. Hey, get the Islanders season tickets. Get to see the exciting new team. See the return of 35-year-old Semyon Varlamov. Semyon, the backup Varlamov. Tony Picardo says, I got $200 on Romanoff. Oh, shit. <laughs> Romanoff would humiliate you, TJ, and make you cry. He's Russian, bro. That's true. There it is. Unless you let him get drunk on vodka, right? Uh, living the dream, my friend. Still waiting to win the Powerball, says Max Power. Clip Senpai. Clip Senpai, Grumpy. I agree to a certain extent, Grumpy Old Man, with not having snow, but they get it every year, not as much as up north. They salt the roads. And also, especially near downtown Raleigh, I do go to the games when I can. Well, they don't actually use salt. They use something called, I think, slag. Wine. It's some type of uh, like something that they like a spray that they put on the road roads. It's not I think I don't know what the hell they call it. It's been a while. Wine, I'm pretty sure is what they call it. They don't call it brine. They don't call it that. They call it something else. Fucking but here's the thing. Since I don't work anymore, I don't need to worry about it. So, And I'm, down in Charlotte, you get a lot less snow than Raleigh. But they, they don't get much snow in Raleigh either. Uh, Tommy Shredder says, Grumpy old man, what do you got on the TV you're looking at? Actually, nothing. There's nothing on. Here it is, Grumpy. It's called fucking salt brine, just like I thought it was, Grumpy. Don't worry. I'll put it up because I know you're doubting me, Grumpy. You're still doubting me right now until I pull this up. They don't call it that on the show. On the TVs, they don't say that. They don't say. Well, hey. on the TVs, they're saying they're salt in the roads. What is salt brine? Salt brine is a solution of salt, typically That's sodium. That's not what they call it. It has a freezing point lower than pure water. And That's what it looks like, though. It does look. It's like called that. salt brine. That's right, because that's what they. Put. You know what it looks it's like? It, looks like it just looks like the trees are taking a leak. That's what it looks like. Uh huh. Uh huh. This is uh, that was perfect timing for fire. TJ higher D cut. Hire the cat. The cat, the cat, not T. It was two letters in there that were the same. I thought it was and T. You know, know, I feel like Terry. I feel like Thomas Hollywood Henderson saying you couldn't. Terry Bradshaw is so dumb he couldn't spell cat. If you spotted him a C and the A, how the hell did you get D cut out of the cat? I here's the thing. Cat D cut. I had thought that he meant to say D cut, but the autocorrect. But then I was like, yeah, that's right. The cats have been over here screwing around. So never mind. That does make sense. Um, Tommy Schroeder said, "Grumpy man, what do you, what do you, uh, what do you got on the TV? We already read that. that. We already read that. Oh, did you? Yes. Thanks for paying attention. I'm trying to prep everything else, Grumpy. So. Prep what? The show's almost over. I'm trying to think. Lou puts a chia pet spread on his head, then sits in front of a mirror waiting for hair. I don't think he does that. Um." No snow last year here in Nassau County, says Robert Marshall. Um, Tony, she said, I'm getting a little tubby since the baby. I should start jacking the weights. The cat is better is that, with the soundboard. Is that what they call it now, Tony Cheese? Okay. <laughs> and the cat is better on the soundboard, without a doubt. 
Got to get that AJ sponsored shake weight, Tony. Oh God! I bet you AJ's really good with the shake weights. It's called Brian. And then she, she wears those shirts, you. so you see her guns without a doubt. TJ has tried to sabotage Al's misery rated R many times, reporting <laughs> reporting the Islanders members to the Facebook police to silence us. The First Amendment, TJ, take it deep. <sighs> Josh Bailey should be endorsed by Shake Weight. TJ would spell it shock weight, shock weight, shake weight. Um, Clip Senpai says, I go to Florida Panther games when the Islanders are in town now, since the Panther games are way cheaper than the Lightning. Very true. You can always get a ticket to a Florida Panther game. Always. If you guys are going to bring on every Islanders D-list celebrity, you might as well bring on D-Cut. We've invited D-Cut. I've invited D-Cut. D-Cut has an open invitation. D-Cut has an open invitation. Next, this weekend, it's Nicole Sherman. Nicole's coming on. So we'll have her on. We're going to be talking some Islanders prospects with Nicole here uh, this weekend. I just hope Um, they're blonde and have blue eyes. She's more (laughs) enthusiastic about those players. Tony, she says, Grump. Um, was the one who said uh, she looks like she's been jacking the weights. Oh, God. True, I did say that. Oh, man, man. Hey, let me tell you something. AJ's in good shape. She no is. She's in great that. shape. No doubt about that. You know, she's she runs that house, I'm certain. A true L, Grumpy. You know what they say? If you shake it more than twice, you're playing with it. That's right. Oh, good gracious. Well, Grumpy, we are here at the end of the show today. What do you want to say before we wrap things up? I'm probably going to go be going to see the Meg, the Trench tonight. I got an invitation, so I'm thinking about going to see that. Don't know if I will. I have an earlier morning appointment tomorrow, so I don't know if I want to be up till 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning, but uh, maybe I will. Don't know. But love and laughter to everyone who listens and even those who don't from TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. And don't be afraid to watch the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man show tomorrow with Sun X. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about Mets, Yankees, and everything else in between. Absolutely. Brian Jennings says, Scam Wow, get your Islander season tickets now. Um, I can't do this all day. Call the next 20 minutes and I'll throw in an Eastern Conference final. Oh, oh, oh wow. I like that. JP wow. said, Grumpy, I might have to disagree with you, RE players of uh, players with kids. Most of the Islanders in their glory days were married with children. It didn't seem to affect Bossy, uh, Bourne, or Clark Gillies in a bad way. We've had a scientific study done in recent years. Remember, the guys are getting paid a lot more money now than they used to get paid back then. So time, yep. time's a little bit different. Yep. AJ towers over Butchie during the games. It's kind of comical. She still can't beat him on a draw, though. Still can't beat him on a draw. JP said, TJ's cat might as well be the Islanders. Top prospect at this point. Oh, oh wow. Nice. <laughs> well, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning into the show here today. We'll be with you guys live tomorrow on TJ and the Grumpy Old Man, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much, Grumpy, for being a part of the show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for all the comments. Hey, we're in the dog days of summer. Nothing better than talking some Islanders, shooting the shit, making a few jokes, having a good time. That's how we're going to have to get through this, this very low point of the summer before hockey news starts to pick up. Watch your back for those laminites. The Laminites. You got to watch out for them. Absolutely grumpy. Thank you so much, Grumpy, for being a part of the show as always. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be with you guys live tomorrow on TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. Make sure to check it out. If you've enjoyed the content, leave a thumbs up. Um, We'll see you guys here tomorrow. Thanks again, Grumpy. My pleasure.